right about him. I'm always right. It's like when I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. That makes sense. Come on. Back Surprise! Back. <laughs> My emotions are already all over the place today, so you're not going to get me with a surprise. So. <laughs> Don't worry, somebody else already got you with the double surprise in the last five days. Who, who got me with the double surprise? Uh, Thomas Brady Jr. I uh, wasn't. Well, yeah, the first one. The first one was surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after the like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I was like, oh no, he just wants to announce it on its own. Oh, I wasn't talking about that being the second surprise. What was the second one? To me, the second surprise was him purposefully not thinking the Patriots or anybody else in the organization until after the fact. See, I well, we can get into this on the pod. I'm just, I'm just double, just double. I, I think I think people were looking for something that's not there personally. But so who's your 46, man? Or you want me to go first? Uh, no, I'll go my 46. It, it is a Patriot. Um, it's also a, a proud product of Montgomery County. Uh, shout out to the Philly area. Mm-hmm. Uh, an Ivy League educated. But someone still, uh, who plays they maybe still make those? They sure do. Uh, mm. And he, you know, had a great time, I'm sure, in Providence, Rhode Island at Brown University. But uh, – you know, when we're giving these shout outs to people, you know, I'm, I try and give it to someone unless there's an obvious one, someone that deserves a little recognition. Uh, and for that, I'm going to appreciate someone who plays the position in football that is maybe the most underappreciated. Uh, it last of a dying breed, perhaps. Uh-huh. Let's go. Patriots. Great. James Devlin Jr. Who, what position? Tell him. Fullback, baby. Fullback. And he played college go. football as a D-end, switched to fullback when he went to the pros. Uh, he must have been a little arm to D-end. Yes. I mean, 6'3". He's a big, big dude, but yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a, a fullback with long arms. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like he's got normal arms, but you know what it is? He had the neck pad. Oh, the neck roll. Yeah, the neck roll, and that immediately makes you look just more. Who was the last great player with a neck roll? Junior Seau? Uh, no, nah, there's gotta be a linebacker that's had one. I mean, great time. though, not like just no, okay I know there, there's someone and I can't think of him now. Um, I know for a little bit, Brian Erler. I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm thinking of Teddy Bruski. Um, I knew you were, that's why yeah, I said great. I, I knew, it, no, but there was someone else, <laughs> but then I went back to Teddy Bruski. The dude um, for the uh Cowboys has a neck roll, doesn't he? But he always got hurt. Sean Lee, Sean Lee was a beast when he was healthy. Yeah, I mean, I don't he really watch football so. Um, yeah, and, and with the news of Tom Brady's retirement, it may also be my retirement uh, from watching the NFL because I already wasn't really watching the last five years, apart I have from a, the I have involving conspiracy. Tom Brady. And maybe I have the a Patriots. conspiracy theory that that uh, Belichick is going to head out to. He just been waiting for Tom to announce so he could step on the two. Be like, you know what? I'm out too. I just want y'all to know. <laughs> well, well, did you see the new going stuff to the Hall of Fame at the same time? Huh? Did you see the new stuff with Belichick? No, no, we ain't going. Uh, no, we'll, we'll we'll off the rails. We're not anyway, off the rails. Anyway, I, I also learned this about James Devlin by googling him right before the show started. Um, he was originally signed out of college as an undrafted free agent to the Arena Football League by the Oklahoma City Yard Dogs, spelled D A W G Z. Which so no, but I need a jersey now. <laughs> I, need I need to see. Well, they better have dope jerseys. I mean, it's dogs. the AFL. 
So, okay. So you think Peter will have a problem with the yard dog's name? Because you wouldn't allow it in the house? I don't even know. I think it's a, supposed to be a bulldog. But I'm really quite not sure. I feel like any dog that's in a yard, it, yeah, that's a bulldog. Okay. I feel like there's only I mean, the maroon. They, they look too much like UMass colors. I feel like there's the only. Issue. I feel like they look like an arena football team. I feel like there's yeah. only three. It feels like a that, that feels like a backyard football type of logo. No, a backyard would be better than that. I think there's only three dogs that can be considered yard dogs. I think there's bulldogs, there's rockwallers, and there's pit bulls. Everything else can't be a yard dog. Doberman, maybe. I think Dobermans are just so massive that like. I don't. I don't look at them as like they're foaming at the mouth when I go over your fence. I just look at it as such a, mastiff, a big dog, perhaps, I, possibly. But I think it's one of those dogs that's like this intimidating. I don't think that yeah. being intimidating is the line for yard dog. I think it's a dog that you that you assume is going to be over that fence when you get over there on a chain. Uh, my, my dog, which is uh, half pit, half Rottweiler, basically, uh, he he's the most athletic being I've ever seen. Yeah, because if you have rock, if you have Pitbull, you just got out of prison. He just launches. He just launches. Yes. It's crazy. When when he decides, he's he's like super mild mannered, but when he decides to launch, it's go time. Um, and every Rockwilder produces more spit than a female porn star. It's crazy out here. Uh, science. That's what, that's what, that's wow. what I hear. All right, who's your 46? Who you got? So my 46 is arguably the most important athlete in the history of his sport. Arguably, and I can I can back it up. Oh, with, you stole actual, from me. I can I can back it up with, with, with factuals if you want, um, or opinions, whatever you want. Uh, this man will be turning fifty later on this year. Has an all-time win-loss record of two hundred and fifty-six and one fifty-three, two thousand four hundred forty-eight strikeouts. Three-time All-Star in 96, 01, and 2010. Five-time World Series champion. Let me say it again for the people in the back. Five-time World Series champion. ALCS MVP in 2001. AL's wins leader in 96. Number 46 retired for the New York Yankees, which is a major deal because when you get a number retired for the Yankees, is absolutely insane. And I think you had he might a Paulson be, played there for five years. I think he might be the only Yankee with his number retired that's not a Hall of Famer, actually. So that's wild. Clemens? Does Clemens have his retired? I don't think Clemens is in. I think his is retired in. Um, what's the name? Uh, was it the Blue Jays? Well, they 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 may like retire Danny Ainge's number soon. <laughs> That's low. Jorge Posada's not in. Oh, Posada, I forgot his Bernie. Name. Bernie Williams. Yeah, my favorite Yankee probably. Ever. Bernie's the truth. So mine is Andy Pettit. And the reason why I said Andy Pettit is arguably the most important person in the history of his sport is because he is arguably the main reason, the most, the most, he might be the most important reason why he was the pioneer. Ar- arguably the greatest players ever are not in the Hall of Fame outside of P. Rose. <laughs> like he might be, he might be the linchpin of being like, oh, we got one to admit it. And he brought people with him, even though he didn't try to snitch. But then that leads to everybody. So it's this weird thing where I think Andy Pettit for his great. I think he's he also the most respected, probably, uh, steroid user. For people that disparage steroid users, I should I should add that caveat that, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like a lot of people are like, at least he owned up to it. I mean, Big Poppy allegedly used steroids and he got it in the first ballot. So you can argue he's probably the most respected steroid user. That's because he didn't, like the one thing that they have on him was like the most faulty thing in the history of steroid investigations. 
I feel like every test in the MLB before 2005 was the most faulty thing in history. That was one of them. That was one of them. <laughs> and he, and, and he, he told stories about how they would show up in the Dominican in the offseason at like six in the morning, day. we need you to piss in a cup. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm sleeping. You know why I don't believe that? They don't even know people's ages in the Dominican Republic. And now you tell me you know where to find them at. You can't. Well, find the MLB knows where to find them at, I'm sure, because Rob Manfred's a sketchy dude. Listen, Rob Manfred, I need this. Miguel Tejada was 89 when he won MVP or was considered for the MVP. And now you're telling me. <laughs> but yeah, so Andy Petty gets it, man. He should be a Hall of Famer. Won't ever get in while he's alive, but shout out to that. Yeah, I, I, I thought about going Pettit, but I knew you would, so I left it for you. Um, funnily, funnily enough, all the baseball 46s um, that I had all played for the Yankees at one point. Um, <laughs> I wanted to give a shout out to Jacoby Ellsbury for basically torpedoing the Yankees franchise by <laughs> signing a contract and then just not playing for them for like eight years. Um, really appreciate that. Um, maybe also the greatest Native American player in uh, MLB history, barring some really old ones that I may not know, but shout out to Jacoby as well. Um, got robbed of an MVP in 2011, I'd argue, uh, if not for the chicken and beer collapse uh, he would have won the mvp sure sure whatever you say man came second he, he was also it's also like uh, i i look at that year from him and you know like the brady have you ever looked at the brady anderson stat of like oh that's the most obvious year of steroids maybe ever there's a lot of obvious years of steroids ever but yes i get what you said so brady anderson for those that don't know uh outfielder for the orioles back in the day if you look at his home run tallies for his entire career, let, let's look at his peak eight or nine best years here. 21, 13, 12, 16, 50, 18, 18, 24, 19. And Jacoby Ellsbury had a year like that in 2011 where it's like, where did this guy come from? And he lost to Justin Verlander, which is another reason that I think Jacoby Ellsbury should have won because apparently, from what I've been told, pitchers aren't allowed to win MVP. Otherwise, they should retroactively give Pedro one. But I digress. Pedro we're, we're, we're past player in the MLB. But, yeah, sure. I love he, Pedro. He but... won the MVP, if not for one guy just refusing to vote for him because he was a pitcher. That's a, that's a statistical fact. In 99, so... a guy said, I'm not using any of my – if he had given him a 10th place vote, he wins it. Did he win? Did he win the MVP? No, he got robbed by a dude in New York and a dude in Minnesota, and I have their names written in my phone. If I ever cross them, they will get some choice words from me. I mean, we can't say he really got robbed when people who get awarded things no, he are got voted robbed. on the same way. He got robbed. Just saying. Just saying. He got robbed. So it's all good. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm clearly over it. Yeah, um, yeah, completely fine. You forgot it even happened. Yeah. <laughs> what was the name? It was, I think it was a, there was a George King was one of them or George Michael or no, George Michael is an artist. Well, George Michael is like, one yeah, of the most important George singers King, ever. Yeah. George King of the New York Post and Lavelle E. Neal of the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Eat shit, both of you. <laughs> I hope you both step on Legos and crunch up a Nature Valley bar in your bed. Uh, and that's uh, where I'll leave it. I mean, Pedro didn't win. Shout out to Pedro. But, you know, a guy who has the most MVPs of all time isn't going into the Hall of Fame. And part of it is that's true. Yeah. MVPs don't matter. We've learned that. So you can, you can, you can, you should be happy 
that yeah, Pedro's Pettit, in and the MVP guy is. That's a good point. Exactly. You should be happy that Andy Pettit existed. I, I will say wiped away. I also would be slightly more upset if it wasn't Ivan Rodriguez who won the MVP. So I can at least feel happy that it's him. My, my namesake, sort of. Eh, you know, you're but yeah, like you, you know how war is usually like I, I think war is a faulty stat to use for MVP voting. So. I thought you was about to say you know how war is a thing that destroys nations, but no, <laughs> <laughs> that too. But you like most years, whoever leads in war wins the MVP, even though there's different calculation for what war is made up of. Usually that's yeah. usually that tells the story. So for for retrospect here, the highest in the top eighteen not named Pedro Martinez was Derek Jeter at an eight who finished sixth in voting. The winner, Yvonne Rodriguez had a 6.4 war in 1999. Pedro's was a 9.8. What team did play, Pedro play for? The Boston Red Sox. Yeah. Yeah. Then I get an MVP. <laughs> Just from you. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, some things are facts. <laughs> that wasn't that long. You know what? Maybe that was it because they had already had an MVP in the last like five years before that. And they're like, nope, rations. Yeah, Mo Vaughn got his. We can't give one to Pedro. Yeah, man. You got your break. Get out the line. <laughs> <laughs> Mo Vaughn wasn't even on the roster, I don't think, at that point. By the way, Mo some Vaughn. of these names really bring back some memories, I will say. Um, finishing, yeah, Mariano Rivera, top 14 in the MVP vote, which is incredibly impressive for That's a insane for a closer yeah <laughs> just behind him was alex rodriguez omar vizquel your boy matt stairs yeah john jaha and bj surhoff which is a name i don't think i've heard in a decade and a half who led the league with 673 at bats that year like honestly he had an unbelievable season for a team that probably won 12 games so Tom Brady. Yeah, the GOAT. Do, do, do you want my full thoughts? Because or do you want to lead it lead into it? And, and I'll I'll give my unadulterated, digested thoughts. Well, well, let's lean into it. Let's backslide into it. Brian okay. Flores. What's up with your coach having Alzheimer's and texting the wrong Brian hey <laughs> and setting off this world? Did you uh, wait, wait, wait? Did he do this because Brady was about to retire? Well, so, so, <laughs> so here are my thoughts. Because also, apparently, the prominent quarterback, which I think everyone initially thought was Deshaun Watson, was Tom Brady. So the one that Brian Ford brings up is that. So I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> I'm more of a fan of Bill Belichick today. If he if he played this shit on like on retirement. Well, no, but it's Flores that went public today with it. Like I don't know when the text happened. It happened this weekend. I well, think. I know it happened recently, but like I don't know how recent it was. I'm assuming I'm going to assume it was this weekend when Tom allegedly just for the story. He was like, just for I the story. retire. Just for the, story. <laughs> the, the other thing that I'm thinking is, did Bill Belichick was it plausible deniability? Is he like this is fucked up? I know exactly who I'm texting, but I'm gonna be like, oh, whoopsie. <laughs> I by the way, I, I never thought Bill Belichick would be such an avid user of exclamation points. Dude, I do not think that was an accident. You want to hear my conspiracy? One of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm I all believe, for Patriots conspiracies. I, I believe Bill Belichick knows that the coaching shit is a sham and he's he doesn't stand for it, but he can't do anything about it because he's in the system and all his coaching, most of the people who, who are in his coaching tree to get jobs are white. So he has to be able to stand with his guys, but also acknowledge that this is kind of fucked up. So I think he texted Brian Flores on purpose to kind of give him a hint, like, 
was like, hey, congratulations, wink, wink. And he's like, what are you talking about? That, he was that, like, that's kind of my oh. conspiracy. Is like, I, is I like think everything really... was on purpose. And then he was like, whoops, I thought I I, I misread yeah. it. Because <laughs> what can plausible you, deniability for him. You can't, do, like, you oh, can't do that if you're if you're an active coach. You can't do that. Like you gotta you gotta be like, oh, I stand with the coaches. Yeah, you gotta be like. I, I also love that that was the one text that he signed off. BB. Yeah. Like, come on, man. But I, again, the, the use of punctuation marks, I was floored. Like he didn't like, well, like, I, I guess I wasn't because people always like have the perception of him as like this super yeah. nothing monotone guy. And everyone that's been around him is like, no, he's really funny. And like people love being around him. Or and he like, did a so, voice one. He did a voice one and it came out all of the X-Men. Because you know when you yell something or you say something with enthusiasm, it's like... Duh, 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 Maybe. But, but no, but there was the Giants uh, exclamation board question mark, exclamation board question mark, that one. Yeah, Where I, I was like, that I one you had to type in. Yeah, I can't. I can't and like, know. that wouldn't have been something that I would expect him to use for whatever reason. Siri, excited question, excited question, excited <laughs> question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's why I'm suing the NFL. You know how crazy it is that he is suing the NFL as he's actively being interviewed to work in the NFL? And is like a coach of the year guy. Like like someone was saying, like, when when Cap was going against the NFL, there was a certain level of you could argue on the fence whether he was worth big quarterback money at the time. Because he had, mm-hmm. you know, regressed a little bit, but he had had a little bit of a decent comeback. Yeah. Brian Flores – People were shocked that he got fired. This explains it. Um, shocked that he, you know, he did he win coach of the year last? Not not this most recent season, but the preseason before. I think he was a finalist. Okay, and they and they would say that one of the reasons he got fired, according to brother from another, was that he refused to tank, even though the owner offered him six figures per loss, and he's like, I'm not tanking. He's a loss. Yeah, he's like, I'm not tanking, and then he was like, Well, uh, <laughs> what do we that, do? That's about not, this kind that's of not what that guy is. Like, like, and, and I will say, as you know, coming from the Patriots angle here, when he was a D coordinator, I think there's maybe, maybe one coach that gets as much adoration from every player that he has gotten from Patriots players, which is uh, Ivan Fears, the running backs coach that's been there like since time began. I thought Gerard Mayo did too. He does, but. These are you guys that have been there under... for like 20 years. These are guys oh, yeah. that have been on the coaching staff for 20 years up there. So it's like you get generations of players mm-hmm. who have nothing but good things to say about them. But yeah, no, Drummond was absolutely loved as well. Um, but like, yeah, I, I mean, this makes sense. You know, like I had still been wondering, like, I don't get why you would fire him. Clearly his players play for him, but apparently that's not what the Dolphins wanted. Dude, he didn't even want to. Uh, he made How about your goat, by the way? Uh, not your go, but but your your QB, him getting in a little hot water. That's not a good look. I mean, <laughs> like I wasn't shocked to hear that about him, but like that's that's a bad look if you're hiring in any I field. Mean, I mean, it's 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 I, Denver. I, I think. <laughs> Listen, man, it's fucked up that like John Elway allegedly was hungover to go meet Brian Flores for a job. Like visibly hungover. <laughs> yeah, like like not in an like hour disheveled. late and hungover. Yeah, they, they said he was disheveled. I yeah. seen I seen John Elway get that's torpedo so many, that's, hella that's so many syllables. 
dude, of like I, extra descriptor. <laughs> dude, I watched John Elway get 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 helicopter spent into the end zone as a senior citizen during a Super Bowl and didn't look disheveled. Like, <laughs> that is fucked up, especially because it was like he already has my son. He's need to meet with you for the Rooney Rule. All right, man, have a good one. Honestly yeah. speaking, if I went to a job interview and I knew it was no shot for me to get in, I'm gonna have a good ass time. If we had dinner or whatever, I'm like, yo, bring the Chardonnay. I need two steaks. We're gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do it up. Yeah, gonna, <laughs> no, I, I get that, time. but I, I can also, you know, for a job of that magnitude, right. You're probably preparing for six weeks, right? Probably five, six weeks. You're at least your pitch to be a head yeah. coach in the NFL. Yeah. And that's them walking franchise. In, right. And that's them only, walking I think, in. How many? I would say only years. like 13 teams have ever won a Super Bowl, right? I think it's only like 13. Uh, they got three, right? Yeah. Yeah, three. Um, Should have been four, but you know, who's counting? I was only just counting the Seattle score. Keep getting higher and higher. <laughs> um, by the way, speaking of senior citizens uh, and their family, shout out to Adam Vinatieri's son getting a, a full ride as a punter. Um, the pride of the UMass Minutemen. I don't know if I feel good or bad about that, that he's not a kicker. He's got that Pat McAfee uh, influence. You just go, you just do both. <laughs> I don't see how he can't do both. Like, dog. Yeah, Pat McAfee was a kicker in college. No, but I'm talking about being great. He got drafted. Which is saying something for a kicker. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. That is saying something. That's like that's like being a, a top ten pick for every other position. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. I yeah. take that back. Pat. By the way, shout out Money Mac, Evan McPherson. Uh, shout out Joe Shiesty. But yeah, I think um, I'm retiring. I think as well from watching the NFL, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to take my memories with me. I've, you know, and you can attest to this, uh, even living together. I never really cared all that much unless it was a Patriots on. Uh, yeah. But I think most fans are like that. I think I have a conspiracy. Yeah. And part of that American- might be also like in comparison to my friend group, like I'm sure culturally I'll know what's going on. Just because of the people I talk to and the circles I run in and what yeah. I follow on social media, like, oh, like I, I would even if I don't watch the NFL, I'm gonna hear when Joe Burrow beats the Chiefs. Like, there are certain things that like culturally will be known, but I just don't care enough. Like, funnily enough, I'll probably still watch some college football casually, but it's like I'm just not a football guy, which I think part of it is going to school in Philly, and Philly is a Pretty diehard football city. Boston's mm-hmm. not. We're, we're a diehard sports city. We're, yeah. We're not, but, yeah. like, Boston – I think every every city has their two. Like, I think the Eagles and the Sixers are probably the two most diehard, unless the Flyers city, are, like, super relevant. This city loves the Phillies, bro. This city lo- – it took us until – it took us until we had, like, the worst worker in the MLB for us not to have a sellout. It was like, all right, we finally didn't get one. And it was like, we shouldn't have been selling out, man. We've been trash for so long. And, like, you know the city loves Phils because they used to go to the vet, that piece of shit, at stadium. Yeah, I, I guess it's also all time. qualitative, right? Because, like, Boston is a baseball hockey town, above all. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of why I probably don't look at Philly as a baseball town because it's – while it's still a diehard baseball town, I don't mm-hmm. think it's to the level of Boston. But I think it's also one of those things where I don't think it's the same discussion because there's only two teams that play in Boston, right? 
Like actually in Boston? No. Three. Who's the third? Bruins, Celtics, and the Sox. See, I was I forgot that the Bruins are right there. They play the same arena as, as they the own Celtics. It. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah I completely that, forgot that, about that. that but I that think that the reason why shit. I was going to say the football yeah. thing is different because it's not actually in Boston. Plus, I think I've never that, been to a home game there. Exactly. So I think that the Massachusetts thing. I think that's how you got to look at it as opposed. Yeah, to I mean, thing. it's a. It's. I mean, they're not the Boston Patriots anymore. They used to be when they yeah. played there. You know, it's like, and I always did take pride in that. It was like, oh, you know, we got a team that represents the entire region. But it's just like I, it's just not a sport that, like, I've fallen out of any love that I had for it. I would also argue that it's the only ma- it's one of the only one of the only major sports markets where there are only singular teams in the same area, like the same state. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at all these other major markets, there's multiple teams in the Chicago, states. So New York. Like, yeah, Pennsylvania. It's like, oh, you Steelers? Like, no, I'm an Eagles fan. I'm like, ugh. Like, it's like one of those hey, types of things. We're all about the Steagles here. That was a terrible time. But but I think but I think that Massachusetts got – I think a lot of people in Massachusetts, and I think you might fall into it, y'all are a fan of winning. So when you say you're not a football well, guy – Well, yeah, no, I, I, and, and I will say, I, I think I knew this. And, and yeah. I think my friends would back me up here that – you know, because the I mean, I was six years old when they won their first Super Bowl, so it wasn't even like I was a bandwagon fan. It was just we're really good, so you have to care about this team. Like that's kind of just the way it was. It was like if I don't get heavily invested in this team, I'm gonna miss out on a lot of good memories and fun times. Like that was a lot of it. So, and, and I think people like people are always like, oh, but what are you gonna do when Brady leaves or when Brady retires and this and that? Like, are you gonna care as much? And I think I was pretty honest. Like, probably not. I don't know. Like, I'm, like, I will always care about the Red Sox. They could win 40 games, and I will be heavily invested in, in those 162, even in the 122 that they lose. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've found that same love for Liverpool. I ne- Like, when I fell in love with Liverpool, they catapulted everything else. I don't, I, like, I don't know what it was. It's just the sport spoke to me more then like I enjoyed watching it and being invested in the rumors. And it's like, I, I have friends that would like, they'd have to rewatch the Eagles game with the all 22. <laughs> and it's like, I just don't care. <laughs> like the only time I would do that is leading up to a Super Bowl because I was so amped up for a Super Bowl and I wanted to watch the Patriots games back through the year. Yeah. That was that it. Sense. But it's like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch a game and, you know, but I'm, I'm happy taking my memories with me. It was, it was a good 20-plus year run. So you're okay with what Tom Brady uh, giving all of Massachusetts' ass to kiss on his retirement announcement? See, I don't think he did, and I'll tell you why. It would be one thing, because uh, people give me shit for this all day, so I've kind of had an, a, a way to think through it and, and really narrow down on, on the gist of my thoughts. I would feel slighted. Well, first of all, let, let's get the first thing out of the way. He owes us fucking nothing. We owe him everything. <laughs> so, like, I mean, we, he owes us pretty much nothing. He, he's given us our thank you two years ago when he left. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, I think what people were overreacting to in my eyes, and part of this, I could be proven wrong over time. I read this as this was his thank you for the, the people that helped him in the last two years. It was very, it was a very similar type of notes app post 
to the thank you that he did for he did a post for all his teammates and coaches and owners and all that in New England. Did a separate one just for the fans. That was two years ago. He left it there. Mm-hmm. I would feel more slighted if he had been like, I want to thank Randy Moss. I want to thank Julian Edelman. I want to thank uh, Dion Branch. I want to thank Teddy. Aaron Richard. Hernandez. Sure. And then just left out the fans. Then I would feel some type of way. But like, I just think it's a bit of a, I, I think there's more coming. I think today was the day to close the chapter on Tampa, announce it, and we'll see what happens next. Again, if he just totally leaves it, it'd be a little strange and weird to me. It wouldn't tarnish my thoughts on him personally. I think a lot of people would overreact and be like, well, fuck this guy then. It's like, no, everything you have loved in your life about this sport as a Patriots fan has been because of this guy. It's like a pretty focal point of that. Um, So I think anyone that's saying like, fuck Tom Brady for not mentioning Patriots fans in a thank you post to Tampa Bay primarily I, I just don't see it so like i i don't personally see it as a an astic kiss because he didn't mention anyone in new england he's also never said he's never publicly disparaged the patriots fans especially but even just his time in general in new england even when he was up here as an opponent this year i think he's too smart to put himself in like super hot water which is why it's kind of weird that he didn't because like, like, it, like our, our buddy Ryan, who, you know, uh, said it best. It was like, it just feels like if, if he had given you that post, you'd be like, uh, are you forgetting some people? Like, like it felt like it feels weird of him to leave it without context, but that's why I feel like there's, there's gotta be more coming. Um, I wouldn't be shocked because I, th- I think there's some contractual thing, right? Isn't there some contract thing coming up like today or, or in the next couple of days where it's like technically the Bucks haven't released him yet? Because I think he has some contract clause or something where if like if he's still technically on the roster, he just gets some cash. So I still oh, yeah. would. I mean, I can see that happen. That's what a lot of different contracts. Yeah. However, I will say this, though. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't doubt that there's something else coming. But you only get one time to make a first impression. And that's why he, so, I think so, that's and, why and he, that, that's what I struggle with is, yeah. and, and this is really more uh, disdain for the internet mm-hmm. and the internet reaction culture that now anything he says, people are like, oh, he's just doing this because of the backlash. More than likely, he had a, what was that reaction to? I just realized that the Duke UNC game is at 11 a.m. this Saturday. It's going oh, I, I thought I thought there was like Brady stuff happening now. You oh, no, a, but you I'm, about, I'm going like to the St. Joe's game though, so I don't. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, by the way, shout out Joe Burrow. We'll get back to Joe Burrow probably, but shout out to Joe Burrow being a true St. Joe's uh, basketball fan. Um, oh, here, baby. Which I, my first thought was like, was he old enough to? No, I remember that team? There's no way he was. No, I saw them live and I was 14. And Joe Burrow is 22. I was eight, and he's a few years younger than me. Yeah, what is he? 22. I mean, he went all four years or all five years in college, so he's probably 23, 24, maybe. No, probably not 24, 23, maybe. So if he's 23, I'm 31. That's a six year age difference, and I was 14 when I saw them live. That's actually an eight year age difference if we do the math. I'm talking about from when we saw. I'm talking about from when we both saw. Say he's twenty five. He's twenty five. So he's a ye- a yearish younger than me. 
So that's actually a little less crazy. All right. A, a little less crazy. I don't remember watching him that clearly. <laughs> I remember like watching the A10 tournament on a tiny ass TV in my dad's room. And they got blown out by Xavier by like 30. Like that is that why he remembers? Do you think that's why he remembers? Because of Xavier, probably because it's in Ohio. Yeah, that's uh, that. Well, that was my first initial thought. We lost um, by like 30. Yeah, no, I, I, that's the first St. Joe's game I really remember still. Um, but fuck you, great, fuck you, Lucas Jr., Oklahoma State University, yeah. bitch ass Tony Allen. That's why, Le, that's why LeBron, no, shout out to you, man. That's why LeBron yeah. jumped over you in the NBA, you bitch ass mother mark ass bitch. Not even John <laughs> Lucas, the first or second. Yeah, fuck all y'all, man. Fuck the fourth, too. Uh, fuck all Johns. Know. Fuck all Lucases, unless you are Luke Skywalker. But it's only George Luke, Lucas. not Lucas. Lucas George. Graham is pretty dope, too. All right, just fuck them. But no, he's got a K, though. That's different. Oh, yeah, British. Fuck, yeah, fuck John. Danish, fuck Danish, Danish. I'm talking Anyways. about, I'm told John Lucas, they spell it like the English, British, English. And, okay, anyway, back, right, no <laughs> back to Thomas Edward Patrick Brady, the junior. Um yeah, no, it was just it, – I think that's what's going to suck is – like, I, I hated the overreaction on both sides today, but I've also been on the internet long enough to know that when something does come, unless he does something super over the top, goes to Gillette, signs a one day, like stuff that, like, no one would do just because of internet backlash type stuff, People will be oh he's just responding because of the the response. I think he don't I, I don't think he's like that. It would, like it would feel out of character for him. But I feel like nobody really knows who Tom Brady is after these last fifteen years. I feel like after he became the handsome guy, most one of the most handsome guys in the world. They, like I think that it changed everything. So I think what he should do in order to save face is not only show like the complete appreciation to all of Massachusetts, which I think he's going to do. I think he's going to show love to Michigan. I think he's going to do it all. I think he's going to do it all. I don't doubt that. But I think he should also sign a one-day contract with the Toronto Organauts so he can also – so he can beat out Doug Flutie and say, I'm the greatest in every continent (laughs) of professional football. But he he doesn't have a Heisman, so he'll never have that. He could have bought Reggie Bushes. You don't know that. Uh, just, just borrow, just borrow Charles Woodson's. It's, it's your teammate anyway. You were on but the like, team. <laughs> but I, but I, I will say this though. I think that um, I think that is interesting because I think he is still hurt by the Patriots. That's why he didn't say anything. So he instead of him not ripping them, which I don't think he was ever going to do. I think it's just more about he. Yeah, still, no, I, I think still, I think there were some things that were telling. I yeah, I, I, I do believe it was not a coincidence. The picture that he used was from the game in New England. I think he's. I, I think he had that one picked. Um, I mean, he doesn't do his own marketing, so I wouldn't be surprised. If well, that so that was the other weird thing. It was like, this felt like a very clunky way to retire, which felt very out of character for the way his social I, media brand has become. It's, it's because he had to change it because it got stepped on. That's, I think yeah. that's really, I think he was, I think he would have did it this at this this past weekend and did something crazy about it, but then Adam Schefter reported it and then it was just like, yeah. no, 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 we're still figuring it out. And I think that instead just of him dumb. going for let people him announce their own retirements. It, because what would have happened was he would have been planning something. They'd be like, we have a Tom Brady announcement come in, but they would have already knew what it was. So he couldn't do a press conference because it would have been stepped on anyway. Yeah. He's not going to and, – and like you said, if he got that contract thing coming up, he still has to wait a certain amount of time and yeah, all of that. Yeah, he's, because so. he's not on the waiver wires having been released yet. And he never in that actual written piece did he say, I am retired. He's like, I am retiring sort of. He's like, I can't commit to it 100%. But, like, I, I think he was careful about not being like, I'm retired and have well, that Jay, somehow come back on a contract. Jalen Rose has never filed his retirement papers. Jalen Rose is retired. No, I no, I but 
if Jalen Rose a formal, had a, I'm telling you, it's a formal process. No, it's a formal saying, process. Yeah, you gotta, exactly. Jalen Rose is retired. He never put the papers in. Bernie like, Williams retired. just retired like two years ago. Yeah. So I think that Tom Brady is the GOAT quarterback, but not the great, not the best quarterback of all time. So my question is, if you were building the greatest quarterback of all time from top to bottom, what attributes from different quarterbacks are you making on your quarterback? And what part of that would be Tom Brady? Because I don't know. I thought about this earlier. Like, I don't know what part of Tom Brady I would pick from my quarterback. Because I don't think on the, the shoulder. Best at anything. The chip it, on the shoulder? It, I, I think it's it, for him, it's it's heart, it's chip on the shoulder. Like there's a lot of quarterbacks with heart, but like I the will to win in all like someone put up a screenshot of like just nine. It, it was like the 28-3 type stuff. Where it's like the Patriots were just or the Bucks even were behind by so much. And they just posted it and were like, Tom Brady went nine and zero in these games. And they were all games that they should not have won. Like, e- even look at, you know, uh, on this day in history. So, are you saying that's mentality? You're taking Tom Brady's mentality. But that's the tough thing is, like, there's a mentality and then there's just, like, brain. Like, it's hard to not take – yeah, I'd take his brain, Oh, all things considered. Because the only one up there for me is Peyton. Mine for the game, that's the only person I'm putting on the same level as Tom, is Peyton. I think Joe Montana had a, had a great mind for the game. I think even though he didn't win, Dan Marino had a great mind for the game. Peyton, I, I, I don't, but I, I think the one. types of defenses that I think Drew Brees too, because he's so small. People forget Drew Brees like five eleven, so you got to like know everything. I think he's listed at like maybe five ten. I think no, he's, he's listed at six foot. foot. He's yeah, listed at six foot. Russell yeah, Wilson yeah, yeah. is listed at a more reasonable height, right? Yeah, I think he's like five ten and a quarter. <laughs> yeah, they just didn't even bother. Yeah, but, five, but to be that small. Yeah, he's but like to be the, that small. Like the you got to know five eleven on a dating app. It's yeah, like, so like to six. be to be that small, you got to know everything that's going on because you can't yeah. see everything. So like, I think he's also yeah. up there. I, I think uh, like was it some of the stuff that people have said about Brady though? I think it's the most telling. Like great defensive players, where like, and, and Peyton had this too. Like Peyton had the great moment with Ed Reed on the NFL one hundred, where he knew. Or no, it was, it was the other way. Ed Reed knew that Peyton was going to do something. He reacted to bait Peyton into thinking that what Peyton thought was right and then went and picked it off. Um, but no, it was like Von Miller wrote a, a piece, I think, for the Players Tribune once. And he's like, there's nothing that has ever scared me more in my life than when Tom Brady points at you. <laughs> like when Tom so, Brady points at you at the line and, and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm done. So we're gonna go. So we're gonna go top to bottom. Okay. You said Tom Brady mentality. I'm taking. I'm yeah. taking. We're gonna go. If we turn at the top. I'm taking Peyton Manning's brain. See that. That's. But that's why I wanted to know if I can go like will to win and heart different than or if mentality and brain are the same thing. I mean, mentality and heart aren't the same thing. So like heart, it can be its own category. Uh, I'm gonna take Brady's heart. <laughs> I'm gonna take. Peyton's well, we not. Brain. We gotta go top to bottom. Okay, Peyton's brain. You got you got Tom Brady's brain. No, I'm going Peyton's brain. You're going Peyton's brain too. Yeah, if it's right. just brain, not mentality, I'm going Peyton. Yeah, arm talent. Who are you taking? Um, no, actually, it's me. I gave you first pick last time. I'm oh, are, are we not allowed to agree or no? You can you can agree. I just want to okay. go first so that people don't think I'm just agreeing with okay. you. Okay, yeah, no, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm between. I'm gonna go well. arm talent. I'm gonna go Patrick Mahomes arm talent. Obviously, I'm, I thought of him. I'm just trying to think. Let me name some of the. Aaron Rodgers is another one I thought about. Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Drew low Brees. key. 
One, one that people don't think about, Michael Russ. Vick had a fucking cannon. Oh, should we just skip to the legs? It's Michael Vick. But the legs also go with the feet, though. So, like, you know how people can get out of yeah, Tom Brady has amazing feet. Drew Brees had good feet. Yeah, like, I, I think I think it was Kirk Cousins or someone on, like, the, the NFL 100 that they do every year um, was, like, you know, Tom Brady among quarterbacks has, and the way that they worded it was very specific. He's like, like, he has elite agility in the pocket. He has great like, movement in the pocket. Yeah, also. yeah. yeah. Like, like the, he used agility. He was like, he's not fast, but he's mm-hmm. very agile and, like, putting his body just barely yeah. in the right place to be able to make something happen. And legs, you can also do Lamar Jackson. Like, there's some Randall Cunningham. There's some there's some legs out there, baby. Bo can throw. Bo can do everything, man. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go Patrick head Mahomes. to bottom, just Bo Jackson. <laughs> Bo Jackson with the bow and arrow. Yeah. Um, all right, so who you got for your arm talent, man? Um, Joe Montana, Joe Montana. Nah. nah. Terry Bradshaw. The, the games of the no fuck no. The games of <laughs> Donovan too McNabb. Much. That's that's the fake TB12. Um, Dante Call Pepper. Is Randy Moss there? <laughs> <laughs> Even if he's not, he's gonna catch it. Um, no, I'm gonna take. Right arm. It could be left arm, Steve Young. Well, well, I'm taking I'm taking Vic's left arm. I'm taking <laughs> Vic had arguably a top five arm in NFL history. I'm not saying he did the best with it, but his um, fucking arm was insane. Man, I'm really stuck between yeah, probably gotta be Mahomes. I, th- I think Mahomes arm. Just raw you, talent. Yeah. You get heart. So what's next? You go first with the heart. Brady? Yeah. I think I got to agree with you. I got to go. The only other one that I that I really considered outside of Brady was Lamar Jackson because I love his mentality. He's just like, yeah, no, I, I think, I think, I, I think Brady, like even that was one of the, the posts that Brady reposted today from another player. Like he's reposted a bunch of stuff, obviously, but he's reposting like his teammates, Adrian Peterson, like legend, Brett Favre, legend of the game, and then posted Lamar Jackson's and said, you're next. So, I mean, I, I think he believes very, very highly in Lamar. Got Adrian Peterson to play with. Um, that's a lot. Um, I think the next one has to be. Wait, did you say you had another one? Oh, you, oh Lamar, right. I got to okay. go. I got to go Brady. I got to go Brady with yeah. the heart, too. Like, I thought about like, Lamar because Lamar, I love his fucking mentality. Like, he's such too. a. Yeah, no, I, I got no issues with, with Lamar. Um, so, we got legs. Are we going to do body and attributes? I think that the body are the attributes. So, like, no, if you got like brain, accuracy. Is but I think that if you got if you got if you got Patrick Mahomes' arm, that's the accuracy you got. If you got Vic's legs, okay. that's the attributes you guys. You got okay. Peyton's brain, Brady's heart. All right, I don't want Joe Theismann's ankles. What about his knees? Yeah, those, those can go too. I don't those want good. Alex Smith going to pass on those legs. He came back though. I've never been so scared watching a football game that I had no emotional attachment to. <laughs> it's insane. I, how much do you not like being home with your wife that you chose to possibly get your leg amputated by playing professional football when you didn't have to? You were getting paid out your contract. Yeah. They told you it's fine. You're good. You've already been a hero for even can walk again. And he was like, I want to start. He was like, yeah. dog, go home. That, that was the scariest quarterback substitution of all time. Um, facial hairs, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, I said, come on, man. It was no one got to be stated. Hair uh, is Colin who's now, Kaepernick. Who's now the oldest uh, QB in the league. Hair is Colin Ka- Kaepernick. 
I need throw. that fro on the sideline with the Fitzpatrick beard. Ooh! You look like Kimbo Slice if he had whole head. You look like Kimbo Slice if he had full head of hair. Um, let's see. What, what else? What else would there be? I think I, I got two left. I got legs and I got accessories. I feel like every quarterback has their own type of mm. accessory. Joe Burrow put himself in that conversation a little bit. I think Joe Burrow's weekend. up there. <laughs> yeah. Cam's up there. By the way, Joe Burrow rocking the anti 50 cent line of like, is are those real? And he was like, yeah, I make too much money for them to be fake. And I was like, and just somebody, somebody needs to go get Curtis on the line for him. And I looked at him too. I was like, you don't make that much money actually. <laughs> it's more than me. I, was like, I would happily trade salaries with him. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're regular people. For a professional athlete, he does not make that much money. What is his salary? He's in the second year of his rookie deal. Yeah, he was the number one pick. But if you think about just af- professional For athlete, annual salary of over $9 million. That's not bad. That's four and a half after taxes at, at max. And then you got to pay everybody. He's making, yeah, he's making but, $2 million. But, but, but you got living expenses in, in Cincinnati. So that immediately – I didn't even add as that. much as everyone else. I think he's living free in Cincinnati. I don't think you're letting your first pick pay for anything in Cincinnati. He's commuting but, back, back and forth to Baton Rouge. But $2 million. <laughs> he might come back with $2 million, which is amazing. I mean, like, his signing bonus was twenty, almost 24 So his signing bonus was around eleven. Okay, it's pretty good. <laughs> look look up uh, – would you say Joe Burrow's better than uh, one of the greatest uh, Kirk Cousins? Look how no. much money he makes. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know what Kirk Cousins makes. Dak Prescott made $75 million this year. Hey, man, screw the bag. I'm not mad at it, but Joe Burrow, that 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 that, that 13's looking looking light in the wind, my guy. He wins the Super Bowl, he's getting an upgrade. He can't. He can't. They can renegotiate an extension. Mm-mm, not your rookie contract. You, you That's why I remember, remember, when, remember when Sam Bradford got all that money and he kept getting hurt? Then they put in a rule that rookies can only make a certain amount on their rookie contract. Yeah, I'm, I'll bet they can do a backloaded extension that also includes some sort of I don't of think you can. I think bonus. you have to have one. I think you have to have one contract after your rookie one for you to get like that crazy money. Because quarterbacks get huh. so much guaranteed money. I think yeah, that, he went to Super Bowl. He'll have an unspoken word, I think. As, oh, yeah. I'm not saying, oh, I'm not saying yeah. illegally. Come on, yeah. now, man. I'm talking about on the books. Yeah, this isn't any Miami Dolphins. Like how, how Dak Prescott. Thing. Dak Prescott made seventy five million dollars. That wasn't seventy five million against a cap. They did it in a way in which he only made like thirty something on the cap, yeah. but he made seventy five, which is really just a reminder that let's stop acting like anyone follows the salary cap rules. Everyone just circumvents. I <laughs> I firmly believe salary caps are bullshit when you make, plan with people who have billions. Yeah. By the way, um, yeah. So speak, late. Speaking of contracts, though, I, I heard an interesting stat Wait, because legs. Of, don't yeah, no like Mike. All right, yeah, done. Cool. Okay. So our our so we got we got Peyton for a head. We got Ooh, we wait. Got... Peyton for a head, does that include the neck? <laughs> <laughs> but wait, that second year after after that neck, he won MVP. Yeah, and got blown the fuck out in the Super Bowl. Hey, why are we talk about semantics, man? We talking about just the player, not the team, the player. Yeah, that neck is fucked up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. Who would be the second smartest player? I don't know if smart's the right word. Who would be the second most intelligent, highest IQ outside of Peyton, would you say? I think I really it's Tom. I, th- I think it's Tom because of just game reps. Mm. I, I think you just he's just seen everything. That, like, I know, like, Ray Lewis said, like, uh, him, him and Peyton were the only ones he was ever worried about facing because you couldn't throw anything at them that they hadn't seen before. Can we get... Can we get Peyton Manning's head with Mike Allscott's neck? 
Sure. I, I think this is our game. We make the rules. Yeah. I seen Mike Allscott do a flea flicker before. I know you can toss. Yeah. All right. We're rolling. Mike Allscott. Can we get LT in there? there? He's thrown a couple touchdown passes. Get his legs. Which, which LT? Not Lawrence Taylor. Oh, all right. I was going to say, come on, man. We got to leave Lawrence. Put Lawrence over there, man. He's still getting arrested at like 70. Like, Yeah. But anyway, the, regarding contracts, this is in relation to baseball, you know, a sport that doesn't have salary cap. Because And this was a stat that I heard that was really interesting in relation to the whole, like, well, it's it's millionaires against billionaires. Like, why are the players complaining about money? Like, they're all millionaires, this and that. I learned, I think it was, oh, I wish I had it on me. I think it was 71%, but it may have been even 81. 71%, let's go on the low end. 71% of contracts in baseball are under a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which we know. But to see a number is like, oh well, that really just completely. But you know, I think that it also the, the you know what's funny about that. It's funny about that stat is that, and we all we can we can talk about the logistics of why that is. But I think that it goes understated that those players that all make under a million, not all of them, most of those players that make under a million dollars live in places where you can make a, you can have a great life making $60,000 because of where those, those miners are. Yeah. I mean, but a lot of them are like in big markets too, which like, again, if you make $600,000 a year, you can still find a nice place to live in New York or Boston or San Francisco. You can New York. New York. I would say maybe everybody else. Yes. Are, are you living in a, are you penthouse living? Probably not. But you, you can get a pretty nice apartment, high-rise apartment, I think, in New York for probably six grand for six, a month. For how much a month? Uh, six, seven. Dude, that's a shoebox in New York. I don't know why people live in New York. I'm anti-New York because, like, I, my, my friends. One, I they, like driving. They, they live together, dude. They live together. They live in Brooklyn. And I'm pretty sure they pay, like, four to $5,000 a month. And, like, you would be like, What? Like you would literally look at this, like how do y'all even live? How do two people live here? Yeah, as opposed to just one off the top. Yeah, no, like my my current apartment isn't that nice, but it's got space, and I am not stressing about being able to make rent. And I and live by myself with a five two times, probably five times bigger than any apartment in New York for a price triple of what you pay. Yeah, no, Boston's like that too. And that, that's why, like, I was like, I'm gonna live with my parents when I go home, as I'm looking for places up here because I'm not finding a short-term but, thing. but at least boston isn't as congested which makes it even worse but it's getting more congested you got a long way before you're near new york yeah no it, it's it is it's also a much smaller city so congestion yeah. in places and the streets that are not boston is even to be congested boston isn't even a top 10 size city uh-huh. is it? yeah as but, as no as but, as but like the geographic size is even smaller yeah, that's what I meant. I meant so, by like yeah, like it's a small it, yeah. city, and the population is still on the scale of New York, way smaller. But the whole thing yeah, is... It's a walkable city. It's the most walkable major right. city I've ever been to. What, Boston? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, I literally walked around the entire, all of Boston for it's, like... It's weirdly way hours. more walkable than drivable. Yo, driving was terrible, dude. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Because I didn't, re- I didn't know Boston had the type of traffic that I see in like Philly, New York, DC, we got them cobblestone LA. dog. Yeah, and the cobblestone out of nowhere. That's also icy. It's like, yo, <laughs> get off the road, hop on the like, team. People trying to die out here. So I got another, I got another uh, list for you that I was okay. thinking about. What we should do starting five goats of all time. Two rules: can't repeat any sport, and you can't separate between sex or genders. 
So you can't be like, my female basketball, nope, you got to have a basketball goal. Okay. Same thing with tennis, golf, all that kind of stuff. All-star, Tom Brady. Sport. <laughs> uh, four Tom Brady's on one. Uh, Mr. Haley? Yeah, we're going to go Mr. Haley for the fifth one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thomas, Edward, Patrick, Brady, and yeah, third junior in there. <laughs> so top five all right top five starting starting five of goats of all time can't repeat a sport and can't separate between sex or gender tom dylan 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 josh gibson Ooh, josh have to roll with josh um serena mm-hmm. that's three Tiger. Ooh, four. Got one spot left. You got hockey. You got tennis. You got um, basketball. You've got. No, I don't, I don't know tennis. I don't know tennis. I'm saying, I'm saying you don't. That's what I'm saying. You got this. Oh, okay. was left. This was left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got. Do I, do I want to? Is this a recent? Got billiards. You got darts. You got cornhole. I'm, I'm thinking of number 44 as a potential. Hmm. Donald Trump's your f- no, not that, <laughs> not that number forty-four. He was number forty-five. Barack was forty-four. So let, let's. Uh, I know, here. but I wanted to say it because I was like, um, <laughs> I had to say no before I could even like actually do the number in my head. Um. So, okay. So I did. So I, what do I have left? I have basketball. If I want to go there, basketball. You have um, other Olympic sports, soccer. Ooh. Basketball, soccer. Oh, I want to pick Leo. It's a yeah, lot, man. It's I'm, going Leo. I'm going Leo. I'm going Leo. Yeah. We stated for the people. What's your starting five goats of all time? Tom Brady, Serena Williams, Tiger Woods, Josh Gibson, Lionel Messi. I feel That's good about five. that. That's a great five. I feel good about That's that. A great five. I was gonna throw Lewis Hamilton in, but I I I can't I can't say that I'm familiar enough with the sport yet. Mm-hmm. Um but like Lionel Messi had to be the fifth because I he just does stuff that like makes me feel like I'm watching poetry on a screen. I don't listen, man. I'm a bark. I, 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 I know man. I don't need to sell you on that. So I'm gonna I'm a go. I, I didn't have a list coming into this. I wanted to do it live on air. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go no order, Gretzky. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's ever been anybody as far away from the competition statistically in any sport and didn't win. He naturally came to mind. I think I he probably would have been the next one on my list. Yeah, Gretzky. I'm gonna go Serena like you did. I'm going Simone Biles. Okay, I thought she came to mind. Go to goats. I'm gonna go Will Chamberlain. I knew you'd say that. Gotta go. Gotta go. Will. You know what I mean. And then my fifth one, I'm gonna have to go Ray Robinson. Sugar Ray Robinson. Ooh, okay. okay. He he went. See, people don't understand. Sugar Ray Robinson. His first loss of all time was to Jake Lamada when he was a welterweight, and Jake Lamada was a middleweight, and then he ended up beating Jake Lamada five other times. It's all right. And then the next time he lost, the next time he lost, he had won I think 130 fights before he lost again. <laughs> like- <laughs> GSP would have been another good one. That's my guy. But I think G- you know what I you know how I judge my goats. It wasn't my all, my all time favorite people like Serena's my, one of my all time favorite as you know Will it is Sugar Ray Robinson isn't my favorite boxer like but I did it as who was the greatest compared to the competition historically and how big was that margin mm-hmm. 
So that and and I also was like, would they be great in multiple eras? And I think that yeah. all of those people would have been great. I think Gillis too. All those people would have been great. I think Tiger actually would have been better in the eighties and in the seventies than he would have been because I think he would have had less distractions. And I think that it would less have made distractions. Him so but I'm I'd be worried to know how much worse some of the injuries would have been. I don't think it would have been worse though because I think some of the reasons he was worse because he had so much access to things that he shouldn't have access to. He shouldn't have been fucking trading with Navy SEALs. Like, that's, that's not a thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, but like, I feel like he would have been still torquing his back. I think he would have been, but I think he would have won so much beforehand that he, by the time you got, probably would have broke he, he's down. He's the only guy, and I don't think we'll ever see this again in golf, just because everyone is so great. Like, I remember the betting line used to be who's going to win, Tiger or the field. Yeah. And like 30% of the time, Tiger was the winner. But the funny thing about that is. never be the case when the field is always 70 people. But I, but I think that part of the reason why that was not only because outside of him being great, I think outside of him being great, Tiger didn't play as many tournaments as so many other golfers. So the ones he played, he focused on. So like if there was 80 like tournaments. Brooks Kepka. Kepka has a little bit of that where he's like, I yeah, don't really care. He's like, yeah. well, well, first of all, his thing's like, I don't like golf. I'm just yeah, golf sucks. I don't watch <laughs> golf. I don't <laughs> like, I practice he's, like, when I he's like, if I play with my boys, I'm bored by the 14th hole. Yeah. So I, I think <laughs> that shows Tiger, up for majors. Yeah, if there was 80 tournaments, Tiger probably played 60 of them, if not 50 of them. But you knew when he came to those 50, he's locked in for those yeah. 50. So it, it made it yeah. a spectacle. And, but I think, you know what's funny? I think one of the reasons why Tiger became Tiger was because before Tiger, there was John Daly who was blowing the field away with, with his cert, with his tees. So it was like one of those things where it was like, oh, so they got to it's see It's not the only blow he was doing. No comment. Um, so they got to see it beforehand and they was like, oh, this guy can be dominant, not really working at hard and also knocking it off the tee like that. And you saw Tiger was dedication, but also knocking it off the tee. So they was like, oh, this is probably what John Daly should have been. And then he just surpassed him so much that it didn't even it didn't even matter anymore. Yeah, no, that's, that's... And he can walk, which is crazy. Who, Tiger? Has there been has there been an athlete in our lifetime? Who actually? No, we talked about him earlier. Yeah, never mind. Lawrence Taylor. I was like, any has a bit of athlete in our lifetime that survived so many things where he should have died and or been in prison and was great at this level is probably Lawrence Taylor, Mike Tyson, Tiger Woods. I might be this. No comment. <laughs> no comment again. <laughs> Yeah. I, I said I, I don't buy that. I no, couldn't no, no. have done it. My suit was white thing. No, I I said survived. He obviously survived. Oh he, yeah, he was with what didn't probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair. That's, Mike that's, Tyson has a story about him having a yeah. Threesome. Mike Tyson being alive is crazy. Dennis Dude, Rodman. Insane. Dennis Rodman maybe. Dennis Rodman's another one. That's four. Yeah. Oh, that's the starting five. Oh, let's, let's finish this five out. Okay. So we got Lawrence Taylor, Mike Tyson, Tiger Woods. Uh, who did you just say? Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Boom. Okay. And we again, four. again, we, we can't re- repeat anything. Let's not repeat anything. Can't repeat anyone. That's crazy. We got every sport. <laughs> uh, trying to go Olympic to see if there's anything there. Uh, Phelps was just getting high. Yeah, Phelps was getting Placed. Uh, I got one. What sport? Basketball. Well, we can't. We can't. I know. I was gonna say. All right. So who you got? It's an honorable mention. Honorable mention, just because of what happened. Jeff Green. Hmm. That's a good one. That shit is Ooh. still mind blowing. Christian Erickson, maybe, but but he hasn't like. That's just a recency one. I mean, that's not bad. That's not a bad. Fernando one. Torres 
Almost died. Yeah, Torres is a good one. <gasps> uh, oh, I just lost it. Ronaldinho just... went to prison. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is still one of dude. The fact that everybody, I feel like everybody ignored that story. Everybody was just like, he's just being <laughs> Ronaldinho. Still I was like, what? He, he just wanted to play ball. <laughs> Did he ever get out? I didn't. Even, I stopped following the story. Well, he he was out party. He was like he greeted Messi in his first PSG game or whatever in the Champions League. Oh, he there. was there. I didn't even yeah. see. Yeah, I, I sent you that. They, they were hugging and and stuff. Uh, so oh, he, he, he did. He must be out. out. Yeah. Yeah. What if they let him out on work release? He just was there practicing. Let's see, Barcelona upset with Ronaldinho's comments on Lionel Messi. This was a month ago. What did he say on the transfer? Should we just take any hockey player who used to play without a helmet? Um, any goalie, especially, probably. Dude, that's insane. Uh, Clint Malarchuk. That, that's that's a good one. I don't even know who that is. He was a goalie that got his jugular slit by a skate. Oh, yeah, by the skate. And the, the skate. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, that's crazy. That's a crazy one. That's insane. I remember. Oh, I got one. As a, I was Travis the one, Pastrana. The, that, okay, okay, I was thinking extreme sports. But I kept I was like, Sean he, White works. Sean White just dude, fucking balls. He skydived with no parachute before yeah that's a good one oh! <laughs> that's a good one yeah no because the, the other hockey one i was thinking of was greg campbell but it, it was again just a boston bias thing but he had he took an evgeny malkin slap shot 100 miles right off the leg just snapped his leg in half and he still kind of just skated around killing off the penalty for another minute before going to the bench listen man i mean david ortiz is on there now Dave ortiz is on there yeah I mean, just the fact that he had to like make. I it wish he wasn't, but and yeah, then, and then got shot and all that kind of stuff. I think that <laughs> that was still the craziest thing that there were fans being like, "He's going to be the 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 like celebrity banner captain of the Bruins game in like three days." I was like, "No, he's not." <laughs> no, no, I guarantee you, he's not. I got, I'll put money on this man. <laughs> Tom Brady almost drowned once. Um, <laughs> LeBron almost drowned, but Melo yeah. saved him. Yep. Uh, there's some yeah. athletes who've been through some shit, man. Yeah. Um, there's so many that are just like, how are you even like active? Like, ooh, here's a here's a good what if one. Uh Shaq not being with Biggie the night that he got killed. Mm, yeah. That's wild. It's all of that kind of stuff. Like, I've been around people who've been shot. And I don't know if. So I think a lot of people being like, damn, man, I, I wish I could have saved him. I've been around shootouts. I don't really know. Ain't, ain't no one going to help. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe people are way more heroic than the people I've seen. In no, my I, life. I think everyone thinks that they're brave until they have to be brave. <laughs> and then no one's brave. But I think the intent is there. I think people were like, no, I would have dove hey, on top you, of You know what they say? Like, it, it, when it pertains to helping, sh- you know, shooting victims, it's a thought that counts. <laughs> <laughs> think about this. Biggie Smalls was like 6'7", almost 400 pounds. He was like he, Escalade. Yeah. Dude, he's not, he's also not that much smaller. R.I.P. Escalade. He's not that much smaller than Shaq. Like, whoosh, if Shaq would have been like, I'm blocking you, Big Price still would have got hit. Shaq probably yeah. would have been paralyzed or something. Yeah, no, I, I think the big one was like that they were like, they probably would have had extra security for each other, which you know you, you can't know for sure. Hindsight Stop is Shaq. very twenty twenty. I don't think Shaq even rolls around that much. Shaq is seven one three. No, I, I think it was more that like Big may have had a couple more people to protect Shaq more than oh, the other way around. Oh, oh, so yeah, it was like he may have just had more people. 
Yeah. I think it's always interesting too because <clears throat> the only people who who get shot and people just keep moving on with life are rappers. <laughs> like the, those are the, <laughs> make a movie dude, out of it, dude. It's like it's like it's like rappers and people who are in war torn countries. We just keep we just accept that that's just the fact of life. Ooh, like if I told way, you, I, I go back to uh, just to go back again to um, Ray Lewis. I mean, he did have the abusive. Uh, parental stuff that made him part of why he's so big. So Michael Orr, <clears throat> Ivan S. Michael Orr is a good one. Uh, Jimmy Butler's a good one too. Jimmy Butler's uh, a good he one. was homeless and all that kind of stuff. But like also with the Ray Lewis, that don't count. This is called being grown up black. What about but, the um, What I'm trying to say is <laughs> just life in Compton. You know their sister got killed. I did not know that. So they're, yeah, they're on yeah, the list. I Compton. put them on there. In Compton, I think it was their younger sister. She got killed by a gang shootout. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's wild out here, man. And I think that a lot of those stories, it's almost like they're so great that we forget that they had tough upbringings. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. even though how many great athletes that we look up to or really, really love had great upbringings? It's not that many. Like, a lot of them had fucked up upbringings. I'm trying, I'm trying to look at more stuff. I mean, yeah, M- Mike Lowell had cancer, came back and won World Series MVP. Mm-hmm. Clint Malarcha, there it is. I just Googled <laughs> athletes who have gone through adversity. <laughs> Magic. Lance Armstrong. We don't give yeah. him credit anymore. But well, like, we, that's it. But that's insane, dude. He had cancer everywhere. Yeah. Like that. I, I know Chris the Heron whole being thing. alive. Huh? Chris Heron being alive. Yeah, Chris Heron being alive is crazy. So. But like. I think that we, I don't think we should erase, we can't be erasing all people because like Lance Armstrong, what he did was so crazy, but then they'd be like, but he dope. Everybody dope. Like we went back to those places like the 13th man won the yellow jacket because it was like, oh, everybody else is doping. I'm laughing at this one. Someone's like, Jim Abbott. I was like, just because he had one hand, that, that, that that's fucked up. I know what you're going for. That's fucked up. I was like, yeah, I was like, this is, this is why he's on the list. Dude, man. And then there's so many. We can make a Hall of Fame team of athletes who didn't make it. Yeah. Like, that's a spooky list. Len. Like Hank Gathers, Len Bias. Um, Pey- uh, what's, what's, Ryan uh, Leaf. What's, what's, what's uh, Peyton and Eli's brother name? Cooper. Co- yeah, Cooper's supposed to be that one. And then that yeah. injury Cooper fucked it all up. Uh, even, even though I, I don't fuck with him, but, like, Michael Irvin's career – should have been greater than what it was, and he still was a Hall of Famer. Sterling Sharp, the same Bo. thing. Bo, you're right. Bo, Bo was like that. I don't know if Bo. I think should have been. I think there has to be a Hall horses. of Fame. I think there has to be a Hall. Maybe there is already this. I, I'm pretty but sure. What if? No, just a Hall of Fame of athletes, like an athletic oh, Hall yeah. of Fame, like for your Jim exploits. Thorpe. Yeah. Shout out to Jim Thorpe, baby. PA's own Native American out here. Uh. What, was what do you think would be what, what do you think would be the greater list? The athletes, the great athletes who never who had their careers cut short, or athletes who were also military veterans? Mm. Probably cut short. I feel like just there's gonna be a bigger list. So more people to pull from? Yeah. That's what my gut tells me. I don't know if that's but, true. but those, but those athletes who are veterans, we got the greatest hitter of all time. We got uh, arguably the greatest scorer of all time outside of Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> we got we got uh, Hank Aaron. We got yeah, but uh, I'm just saying like that list cuts off after like 1970. Nah, Pat Tillman. It, it, 
I mean, I can probably think of a, a safety like maybe Sean Taylor, whose career was cut short, that I'd take over Pat Tony. I mean, it's not too many safeties I'll take over Sean Taylor, just in general. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I, Brian I, I, I Mormon would agree. But, you know, I got an affinity for white athletes. You know, I'd be pulling for them. I'd be like, <laughs> especially ones in You're rooting hard for Eric Weddle. No, I mean, I kind of was. But I'm talking about, like, like Pat Tillman plays safety. There's not too many white safeties. And I'm like, yo, I need that no. safety on my roster. Harrison Smith, no? Harrison Smith sounds like a creative player that nobody drafted. He went to Notre Dame and then played in Minnesota. So, yeah, pretty much. Dude, that is the – is there a more <laughs> white route athletically? Um, Only if he went to private school. He went to, like, Holy holy, uh, right. holy Sister uh, Brother. Born in Augusta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. That's, that's already a point. That's a point for sure. High school, Knoxville, Tennessee, Knoxville Catholic. Yep. It's private. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find out he majored in Notre Dame, four-year uh, team captain. Um, if you're the captain of Notre Dame, you are uber white. Yeah. Uh, he was accepted to a graduate program at Notre Dame so that he could play another season after he redshirted as a freshman. Stop it, slime. Um he was ranked the second best strong safety behind Alabama's. You want you you want to test your memory? What year? Uh, eleven. Ooh, twenty eleven. I I, I could tell you who he got drafted by too. I think I remember. Who who he got drafted by? Tampa. Sorry, Tampa. Tampa Bay. <laughs> good call. Good, good pull. Good pull. Good pull. <laughs> safety Alabama. Yeah. Twenty eleven. Buccaneers. He's drafted seventh overall. He's like a linebacker safety. The only one that I could think of, and I know it's not him because he didn't go to Alabama, is John Lynch, and that was too late. Way too uh, late. Who uh, was Mark Barron. I don't even remember Mark he, Barron. He was super hyped up, and I have no idea what happened. That's insane. Um, anyway, back to back we should, to – We should look for some – me and you should look for some, some virtual sports quizzos to do together. Okay. Like live Like sports like, stuff, yeah. No, no, I mean like no, like a live, like oh, okay. we in a we in a trivia thing together. And yeah, because now that I'm retiring from NFL head. fandom, that memory is gonna start flooding out. That's why we gotta do it soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> later. But, but I'm about to be way more versatile because I'll have the F1, soccer, baseball, and enough to Maybe get not. me buying nope, one. Nope, nope. You literally just say Europe and hey, I still got baseball. <laughs> yeah. no, but that makes me good for bar trivia because the friends that I would go with, they can cover most American sports if I don't know it. Um, and so I get to be a wild card. Like I, I once, uh, got a soccer question, right. At a bar trivia in Texas, I was the only person in the bar to get it right. And there was probably 150 people there. And I know, and I know, you know what the question was. What was the question? Mm-hmm. I do remember it. Yeah. Uh, which father son duo are the, or, no father son goalkeeping duo are the only ones to both win the premier league There's something along those lines. I don't even know that. So it's Peter and Casper Schmeichel. Uh, Peter with Manchester United and Casper, who's at Leicester right now. But I yeah, <laughs> the guy's like, oh, we got one team that got that. I guess we got a soccer nerd. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's like an Appalachian reason. Uh, oh, okay, so water, let's, let's keep testing white. Um, let's keep testing white. <laughs> 40 yard dash as a safety, 457. That sounds like you should have been a linebacker instead of going in a safety. Yeah. I mean, he, he was a starter his rookie year, so good for him. 
But he played for the Bucks in 2011. They weren't. No, good. no. Mark Barron played for the Bucks. Harrison Smith played for the Vikings. Oh, Harrison Smith, we doing. Oh, oh you know, I, I was going back to white. Uh, what white? How white are you? I should have known when you said four, five, seven. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's still making bank. August of 2021, he signed a four-year extension worth 64 million. 64? Yeah. Joe Burrow, how that 23 looking in the light? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, he has. Yo, I was Joe Burrow. I mean, right I mean, he, he, I mean, he is legit. Like, he is a good player. I, I'm, I'm. Yeah. Joking a lot. He has, I mean, in what no, 10 good. years, no, he has 29 interceptions. Like for a safety, oh, that's good. pretty good. Doesn't he have like a weird number, like 46 or something? I mean, if it was 46, we probably would have come up with him this time. <laughs> no, he's 22. Which 22, I, yeah, I feel like weird... that's a point against being white. Dude, I feel that's, like such that's a weird not a white number. number. Yeah, no, dog. You gotta get like 27. 34. 30, 30 nah, nah, you can't use 34. <laughs> you gotta get like 35. <laughs> what is Eric Weddleware? Like 32? 32, I think. Yeah. You got to get like, you got to get like, you, you got to look like, you got to wear a number that looks like you're not supposed to be on the roster. Like you're a safety, but you wear number 53. 53 could be swag, though. You got to be can. like 60. You got to yeah, be Kyle like 68. You got to be like 68. <laughs> like when you play D back, you sure? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you wear 68, dude. That's like when, when I was watching a little, just because I watched probably 10 minutes cumulatively of the games this past weekend. Um, and when I saw a player wearing number one as a receiver for the Chiefs, I was like, I don't know why that feels like it shouldn't be allowed. Like, that feels too cool in that offense to have a guy just randomly wears number one where I'm like, yo, he's just going to be faster than everyone. Dude, dude, I think me and you, that's how you know me and you a fan. <laughs> Every time I see him on the field, I'll be like, yo, who is that? And I'm like, and I look at him like, oh, that's just like, that's I just someone, yeah, I had no idea like, who he I, was. It's so messed up. It's so messed up. Like, every time I look at him in my mind, I'm hey, like, man, the right implicit bias is real. Because it's not only because he's wearing number one. He looks – he has a visor. He yeah. has, like, the two – I'm like, oh! He, he looks like what LaMichael James was supposed to be. Dude, he looks like Reggie Bush came back and was like, fuck it, I'm about to just ball out like this USC. Yeah. Like, in my mind, he looks like a 2021 version of a running back you would make, like yeah. on Madden or something. And, and, and just you were like, like, nah, he's all action, so he just skipped right past the number. Dude, I was like, you're not even as good as, like – like watching him makes me mad because in my mind, like you're right. I see him. I'm like, this boy, who, who that? He about to turn up, and I'm yeah. like, I'm just a guy. <laughs> yeah, like, you're like just that eighth receiver. That they're just like Tyreek get a breather. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I was watching. I was watching sports talk radio. Not with the radio. That's a lot. I was watching like a sports commentary show like after the game, and they were like, he didn't get a pass all game, and then out of nowhere, crunch time. Mahomes keeps throwing him the ball. Why are you throwing him the ball? And I'm yep. like, yeah, you can't be wearing number one if you're getting this kind of flack. Yeah. You gotta wear like double zero like Melo did with Portland. Like you gotta just be like, yo, I know I'm not really good, but I want you to think I'm kind of okay. Yep. Dude, that's insane. I feel like there's certain numbers that are just off limits. You can't be you can't be so so and have number one. Yeah, I, I I truly believe in what Dion told his players. I, I saw the clip of Dion telling players Jackson State and training camp last year. He's like, no, there's certain numbers you have to earn. Yeah. He's he's like, I am not giving you just 21. No, get out of here, Doc. Get out of here. Get Ooh, out of that, here. That, that, that's a good that, – that's a list we can do. The numbers the, you put in like the, the numbers that you need to earn the most. You know what I would love to see? Where it's like if you're going to wear a three in basketball, you, you better, better be numbers. about it. You heard what Gilbert Arena said about that, right? What did he say? He said Iverson was so calm and cool on the court. Like he always was – he, he's always going at you. But the only time I've ever seen him flip is when he saw somebody wearing that goddamn number three. And he was like, oh, yeah. okay. 
And then he would just turn it the fuck up. Like, oh, you were in three? Okay, let me show you what this is supposed to be about. By the way, if I was a, if I was a coach say. though, if I was a college football coach or a high school football coach, I would literally only have my linemen wear single digits. It would be swaggy as shit. Yeah. Three hundred pound hawks is all in single. See, see that that's like what the Patriots do when they have rookies. They give them all the dumbest numbers. So it's like Mac Jones came in, and for all of training camp, he wore number fifty. <laughs> <laughs> It had nothing to do with the previous comment. I shared a tweet with Reese, and uh, I might, might just let it ride. <laughs> I love yo, Twitter sometimes. Yeah, I love yo, Twitter. <laughs> yo, I really this this past week, I really thought about bringing all my social media. I know I say that a lot, but like yeah. I really thought about it because February is like the two year anniversary of not having it. So I was like, mm-hmm. I should just bring it back for like all of February and get rid of it again. And maybe that's what I'll do. Like every year, I have it for one month out of the year and just go wild just for with Black it History Month. You know, you dig me. Uh, and it's wild, too, because like when I thought about it, I was like, Twitter makes me laugh so much when y'all send me stuff. But how much stuff do you got to look through to find the shit you really see? I, I think I think it's all about fine tuning your feed like and I haven't been on it in two years. So I have no clue what my feed would even be. Right. So it's like I feel like what people always get. Like, I don't want to have a ton of political stuff on there because that's not what I have Twitter for. Like I get or like the real key is fine tuning it to where you can get like political news, but you follow the people who just make fun of anything Mm. political. So both sides of the spectrum. And so you like get to filter what's true from people just roasting stuff. And that's what mine is, which I find great joy in. Um, Yeah. I mean, the more you can get into like uh, black Twitter too, that's, that's the real peak Twitter, just the absolute funniest people. You know what's funny? Shout out, shout I, out to Trill Withers, uh, who I feel like is like one of the gatekeepers. Uh, <laughs> like you follow him and it's just like eventually you get exposed to everything else. So like I, I, I don't know if I ever told you this, but back in sophomore year of college, actually, I ended up in Twitter jail and I didn't even know that was a thing until I was in Twitter jail. Hmm. And my boy was trying to get into Twitter jail on purpose by like just tweeting like one, two, three. Like he was just tweeting numbers in order to get in there. But it was crazy. It was something like I sent like 60 tweets in one minute and they were like, stop. They literally just they locked my account down. They, they literally told me you have been temporarily suspended. First, like spamming. Uh, dude, I wasn't even spamming. I was I was blacking out on something. I was like going hard. I was like sending full tweets. Like I was going hard. Yeah, I was going hard at somebody. So I probably shouldn't have did that. So that, but, that may have been it. They reported you. Probably. Yeah, but, I, like, I will was, say there's definitely been times where me and my me and some of my boys that like share Twitter groups will be like, this person just blocked me. And like this one of the people who sent me that tweet that I just showed you. Um, and it was like immediately sometimes people would just be like, all right, time to go fight this random person just for no reason other than to be blocked in, in solidarity. Oh, no. That's what my boys did. My boys yeah. started a free Reese campaign all <laughs> night. They're like, yo, he wasn't trying to do it. Bro, my guy Reese. Like, it was yeah. like... <laughs> Is this guy? No, uh, oh no! Wait, no! This can't be the real guy, is it? He unblocked me. Oh, I'm gonna have to get back to work. <laughs> what's what's better? Being I got, got blocked on this guy because he said dumb stuff about Brady once, and I just went off on him. What's what's better? Being a partial troll or not trolling at all? Mm. I think I I personally believe partial. Because 
I think, well, I, I guess it kind of depends by what you mean by not a troll at all. Because, like, there's also a difference between not trolling and not finding the humor in occasional Oh, no, trolling. you can you can have snappy remarks. I mean, but yeah. to me, trolling to me is a concerted effort purposefully. Yeah, see, for, I, like, I, guess, yeah. I guess not being a troll, though, but, like, you just, it, it's being super selective. Like, I hate the, the new stuff on Twitter where it's, like, ratio. Like that, like that stuff's just dumb. Explain that to me. I'm literally, I've been on Twitter so long. Yeah, so it'll be like, um, basically, would be the easiest way to do it. It'd be like if you were like, uh, Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Okay. And someone's like, ratio. And basically, like, their goal is to get more retweets and likes than yours to prove how Mm. dumb of a statement your thing was. But it's also just so dumb, and it's on everything, like, from sports stuff now. So, like, I try and stay away from that stuff. Like, there's – I feel like that's been a lot of – The opposite of of that happened to me last night, actually. So, like, I made a comment on a YouTube video on Brother From Another because Michael Smith was wearing a fedora, sunglasses, and had a cigar, and I said, Smith out here looking like the old head who's down bad hard on the cards table, but just hit a lick to get that elusive steak dinner. So everybody started liking it. Like, it's got it's got the most likes on the whole video, and then somebody was like, this comment is extremely underrated. We need to get this high. Like, it was like one of those things, yeah. like, nah, this is the shit. Like, we got we to go. I was like, hey, shout out to y'all. Yeah, like, I, I, don't, I, I am all for, but yeah, I, I think, and that's why I would say no trolling is better because I do feel like the connotation of trolling is like, I have some gripe against this individual mm-hmm. and I'm going to respond to everything that they ever post because of that. And that's just not worth my energy. Yeah, I think that, yeah, because to me, it's just like literally if you are dedicating energy to it, then you literally are trying your best to do destructive things and you're going to be mad if you don't get it. So you're going to work really hard to fucking get it. So it's, like, it's this, really this is the type of stuff on my timeline that I find humor. In. I just sent you to the picture of Mike Smith in the comment. NFL finna tell you Brian Flores stole somebody. Yo, <laughs> shout out to Debo. Dog, that's crazy. See, I love stuff like that, man. Yeah, I'm big on that kind of stuff. No, there's like legitimate funny stuff, and I think it's just like, like I feel like my, you know, like I, I hate the word, it's like, like I, I feel like the safe space word is like overused or, or misappropriated. Tell me that ain't. Tell me that ain't the old head is down bad at the, at the car tables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you, you, oh, you made that comment? Yeah. yeah, I was like, dog, Mike Smith out here looking like the old head was down bad at the card table, but just hit a lick for that elusive steak dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like, I, I feel like it's like you got to find people. Like for me, I like to have, it's, and some people that they want all serious stuff. Sure. I, I like a little humor. To me, Twitter was supposed to be originally when it came out. The communities was I'm here for news and, and quick takes. That was it. Yeah. News and quick takes. Whatever the quick take may be depends on your preference, but then it's news and quick takes. Mm-hmm. Now it just feels like, I don't know, because I'm not on it, but at least my last year or two on it, it just felt like, like I also realized that I really don't give a fuck about most people's opinions or days. Like, I, yes. re- I really don't like. Yeah, I mean, I, I frankly, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I do need to go through. Like, I feel like the thing is you have to occasionally purge. Which is yeah, like, I, I, yo, I used to be the king of purging my Facebook. You sound like 600 less follows. Yeah. Dude, 
It was, and I would, I would announce. I'm, it too. I'm, on, I'm literally unfollowing wait, wait, stuff as we but speak. Wait, Ivan, but have you ever gotten to the savage mode of like, I, I used to announce it like, yeah, I want you to know in about a week, we, you may not make the cut, so hit me up. <laughs> like, like, you, you know, you know, my favorite thing is on Facebook, especially because I never check Facebook, but every once in a while, the way that I unfriend people. What is Facebook still used for? Just photos, still? Uh, old people. Okay, we're not using old people. We're not human trafficking. The no, I'm saying it's used by old people. I didn't say by. I said, what is it used for? For me, it's more memories of just stuff I posted on there a decade ago. So, so the photos kind of yeah. thing. And it lets me know whose birthday is when, which is nice. That used to be my saving grace. But that's how I unfriend people, people is I get the notifications like, is this person's birthday? I was like, I don't know who that is. Unfriend. Dude, me too. I unfriend like, them on their birthday. Yeah. It's the easiest like, way to do it. Who the fuck is Amanda? <laughs> I'm like, yo, get out of here, Amanda. I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. You ever got you? You ever unfriended somebody and then they hit you up like, "Yo, what happened?" <laughs> and I almost glitched. <laughs> like, yo, I thought we was friends on Facebook. Yeah, were we? And you just unfriended them last night. Like, come on, man. Yeah, no, I, they I, used I, to show. I, do they still they show it? They used to show when you unfriend somebody, like in the in the, like the stat, like the feed. Be like, nah, I don't think so anymore. Oh, that was sad. <laughs> by the way. Shaq Shaq posted a comment on Brady's retirement post. It just it just says, "No man, get your butt up and do one more year." Dude, Shaq is so. I think I think I love the fact we give. So I learned a stat about Shaq yesterday that blew my mind. He never averaged thirty points in a season in his entire career. That's crazy. That, that's that's like, insane. That's like Hank Aaron not hitting fifty, hitting fifty foam. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it what it equates. So I was like, Shaq never averaged thirty. That's. Did he have like a few in the twenty nines or like? He, yeah, he had. Like 26s, 27s, 28s. I think he had like, how did the, the turn of the century Shaq not have 30? The only reason he wasn't unanimous, unanimous MVP oh. in 1999 was because Allen Iverson got one vote. <laughs> he still was mad like, about Shaq that. must have had like a 29.7 somewhere, right? I think he must have had like a 29.7 wow, 29. is the most he had. Yeah, like 29.7, 29.6. So yeah, 29.3, 29.3. 29.7, That's wild. Dude, that's crazy, right? I mean, I'll remember him most as a Celtic. Um, those when he got shot running up the court. Those thirty-seven games live on in my heart. When I was at the game where he the fell court. into the crowd against the Jazz, mm-hmm. uh, and just like didn't move for a couple possessions, I think, and just kind of chilled a, there. That is also an all-time team we got to make top five athletes, starting five athletes who didn't age gracefully. Hmm. I thought you were going to say top five athletes who for teams that you forgot that they played for. I think that list is actually really hard to make. Like, that's one of those really, really hard. age gracefully? No, no, I'm talking about the, the you forgot oh. play for teams. Because, like, like Hakeem Olajuwon. you have to remember that they played for them teams? <laughs> yeah, Hakeem Olajuwon played for, like, the fucking Suns, and Patrick Ian played and, for and Magic, and Neek played Hakeem for Olajuwon the Celtics. played for the Supersonics. It was and the Supersonics. Neek, and Neek played for the Celtics. Yeah, like. Uh, Hakeem in Toronto, probably. Dude, people forgot Iverson played for the Grizzlies. True, or the Pistons. The only reason he's remembered on the Pistons well, every, was, that, was the hair. One. I think it's the hair at the All Star game. It's the only reason people remember he played for the, With the Marbury part in the middle. Yeah. it was like, oh, he got the Marbury part. Yeah, <laughs> like I think that's the only reason that that's memorable. Especially because if you look at like I know with the Philadelphia Phillies, all of our great players ended up having like random careers after us that they never played, like Chase Utley, but like the Dodgers, Aaron Rowan, Aaron Rowan Jimmy Jimmy uh, Rollins. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Ryan Howard. They all played technically for other teams. 
I think Ryan Hart was like the White Sox or something. Like it was like, what the hell is Nomar with the A's? Nomar with the A's is a great one. That's a great one. Uh, that was I his mean, return to Boston was with the A's. It was like three franchises later. Just like the schedule never had him coming back to Boston for whatever reason. Griffey Jr. with the White Sox. Everyone with the White Sox. Manny with the White Sox. Yeah, White Sox did kind of have everybody. Everyone with the Orioles. I don't Sosa, think that many play for the Orioles that we Sosa, cared about. Vlad. I know. I know that. But like, I'm talking about that we cared about. Manny. I think those are the two. Manny paid for every team in the MLB, dog. <laughs> He just wanted to hang out. He's, He's still playing, isn't time. he? Wasn't he in like the Japanese league? Uh, Japani Ramirez? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, he was also on the Cubs in 2016 when they won it all. He was like a player coach in AAA. Dude, see? And then he was like he in the baseball. dugout for the postseason run. He loves baseball. I can't be mad at that. Manny, Manny's just being Manny. Like, it's, it's so many players like that where it's just like, that's a hard ass list. You know, you know what we also need to do? And this will probably take a couple episodes. Because um, we may just need to bring some some names in. Now that we have our running back and Najee Harris, we have our quarterback and Joe Burrow. We need to make our squad, our collective squad. Mm. We probably need to do it in multiple different sports. And this is going to take a lot of effort, I know. So we may need to to split it up somehow. The quite right roster. We're cool. yeah. Quite right roster, and then there'll be another one for uniform design, all that. But yeah, but we need rosters in multiple sports. We need we need a, a starting nine. We need a starting five. That's a great ass idea. We man. need let's let's do maybe seven on sevens for football. Yeah, let's do seven on sevens. Yeah, yeah. We don't yeah, need that many sure. <laughs> I, I mean, I love. But we just got Vince. That's all we need. Yeah, come on now. We 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 scraped on. Oh, that. but That's he's not great... active. We we need active guys. That's the thing. Wait, wait. It's our team. Why do you gotta be active? Because this they got to be really, active within the last two years. How about no, that? See, see, I think they know. need to be active now because this is going to be a, a roster going forward. That like those are our guys. Like like brother Sean's not going to be on there. He's going to be on the coaching staff. But, but, but what if what if they what if they want to play but nobody picked them up? Is that considered active? Like ooh. Isaiah Thomas. Like what if he's yeah, just like I, I think Zeke play. can be there. I think Zeke can be there. You know what I'm saying? So like so they got to be trying to to still play. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, that. and I, I think I think because Jamal crossover is still trying to play. Yeah, but, but I, th- I, th- I think, you know, with something like that, we may need to be a little careful because like you want to have your starters that they're, they're playing now. We can we can have reserves where as soon as they're in, we're going to be looking at that roster construction and, and see what we need to do. And I mean, Jamal Crawford's last game in the NBA, he put up 50 and somehow he's not signed. Maybe he's <laughs> a bike too. Shaq never averaged 30 and Jamal Crawford put up 50 in his last game. Some like, um, yeah, I, I'm going to be thinking about this for like the next week now, though. Give me the sport. Like, text me the sport we want to start with, and then I'll okay. start thinking about it, too. All right. I think, for, I think for hockey, we should just do like – we should do like one – A like line. One, uh, a line. One line. Yeah. yeah one, one line. line. Each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the goal is going to be hard, man. Yeah. It's, There's so many goals that have so much flair nowadays. I just like, oh, that guy's cool, so. I Yeah. You, you know what's going to push it for a goalie is the helmet. Helmet. Oh, come yeah. on, man. With no one don't have to be spoken, Ivan. We know yeah. that. Okay. If uh, I'm going to look at these goalies, I'm gonna be like, oh, this dude is so dope. And I'm like, you just got a black helmet? Low-key, low I kind of just want to nominate number one for the Chiefs. I don't want to know his name. I just want to no, have number, number one, one for the Chiefs. <laughs> Created player one. It's like, what was Barry Bonds when he wasn't in the game? Created John player. Dowd. Yeah, John uh, Dowd. Or, or, uh, no, John Dowd and MVP baseball, Reggie Stalker in the show. 
<laughs> or player 99 for the bulls the yeah. nba live before yeah, they, they made back. kevin millar the darkest character in the game dude that was so racist I anthony freeze that. yeah dude it was so fucked up it was Man, so fucked up I, they never let him into the players union first of all oh yeah i guess that's also fucked up <laughs> <laughs> this dude just wanted to play baseball he was stuck in the minors that were just striking he's like i'd like to play please and then he just happened to be good enough to hang around they're like nah <laughs> Rush, like, he's like the most likable human and they're like nah you can't come in they're like nah he's too nice yeah <laughs> i feel like that's what it is in baseball if you wasn't oh so so okay so baseball is an interesting one do we need you know we'll we'll, fi- we'll figure it all out because we'll we made it, it to, yeah okay do you have a, a gut instinct on what you want to go with first to, to lead i feel like since football season is about to end we should start with football Okay, plus I'm about to retire, so I need to have a list yeah, of, like, exactly. the few people I need to check in on. Keep refreshing your brain. Okay, football it is next week. And Gronk hasn't retired yet, so I guess we got our tight end. Yeah, that'll be done by next week. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the most telling non-answer of all time a couple weeks ago. He's like, ah, oh, I haven't well, made a decision. Well, yeah. He has like, T- tell me that you're waiting on Tom without telling me you're waiting on Tom. Dude, I can't wait for him to retire. Oh, wow. Tom. See, this is so petty, but I kind of respect it. What? Uh, Nick Foles. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to just share it. This is petty, <laughs> it. Can't even bring your mouth to say it. Much respect, it's the Tom. picture. Unbelievable career. Best of luck with your next chapter. But it's the picture. Uh, so, yup. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I, no, no, but it's the shaking hands thing. That like Eagles yeah. fans are still like, oh, he doesn't shake Nick Foles' hands. Which, yeah. first of all, I gotta go on a whole diatribe about how Philadelphia sports fans pride themselves on being like the hardest fan base, and the fact that they're still hung up over—not they, some—are still hung up over a, a snubbed handshake is maybe the softest thing from four I years ago. I don't think we pride ourselves on being the hardest fan base. I think we pride ourselves. No one likes being... us. We don't care is a thing that is sung by the fans. So maybe 100%. not the hardest fan base. 100%, but you can't but complain about not getting a handshake and still sing that song. But you're forgetting. Nobody likes us. We don't care. You better like Nick Foles, motherfucker. He bought a Super Bowl. Like, it's not about our players. It's about us as fans. You got to like our players. If you don't like our players, we got a problem with you. Which is why Get I Get over it, Philly fans. I, I hear I more Philly about has- that from Eagles fans than them talking about winning the Super Bowl. That's the problem. We, as, as Philadelphia fans in all sports, we are not the hardest fans. We are just the most honest fans and arguably the most aggressive i think that's really where it's at because like when people be like philadelphia fans boo everybody i'm like yes we boo everybody boo our players your players if you're not playing well the biggest thing is as long as as long as uh eagles fans when they complain about tom brady not shaking nick Foles' hands as long as they can look at me and admit that they know in their heart of hearts that if their quarterback snubs someone else after losing a super bowl they'd be all for it yeah. Sure <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like as long, as long as you can look at me and be that reasonable, I can get over it. I haven't. I've never. What I named was was not. I didn't say logic was one of those things that we are. I didn't say uh, that at something all, that is think, missing. Think about this, in Ivan. Great, great. Ivan, volume. think about this. Think about this. In 2017, what was it? 2017. 17. 2018. 2018. Yeah. 2018 when we lived. 2019. Yeah. 18. 18 into 19. 
Okay, 18, 18 after 18 that Super Bowl. Yeah. We, we had just won the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. My girlfriend at the time, when she met you, I was like, oh, this is Ivan, uh, when we started talking. And then you had a Patriots head. And like, you're a Patriots fan? I was like, he's from, he's from Massachusetts. And she just immediately gave you two middle fingers. Like, like it wasn't even, that's, that's she cool, just but, met you. Yeah. And, gave, and then, and the funny thing was, Ivan is such a good friend. It's my guy. He didn't disrespect <laughs> my girlfriend. He didn't say anything. I was like, I looked at her. I wanted to say something. I was like... <laughs> Fuck you too, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, I even, I even laughed. Like, oh, that's cute, and then just walked off. And I was like, I, 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 I the, the thing is, out. at that point, especially being a Patriots fan, it was really easy to talk shit. Like, no, no one could talk Patriots shit. hoodie on. You had your cut off. That's what it was. You had your cut off Patriots hoodie on. Where right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Bill. I, I might take, I might take it down to just uh, no sleeves. That, that might be the next evolution. I think you should go. I think you should go twenty five percent sleeve and then take it down. Okay, just feel yeah, that one out. Yeah, school. yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. By the but way, like, I, I will but, say but, this is a callback because I just scrolled by it on Twitter. Uh, to wrap it up and and thank the goat one last time, um, I think one of the the best things I saw about him was like there was always this quote that he had that said, "I'll retire when I suck," mm-hmm. and I think he finally realized that even he doesn't feel like waiting that long. Because <laughs> like he literally was first in most major statistical categories at quarterback at 44, mm-hmm. and he called it in 2014 uh, when some of the emails and stuff came out during Deflategate. Yeah. His comments about Peyton, where he, he said, "One year left. <laughs> he's got two years left. I've got another seven or eight, and he made it eight. But I, I would say this, and won four Super Bowls. I will say as well." I think that when it comes to that quote, I, I, that's funny and I can dig it. But I also think that like Peyton Manning is a perfect example. Peyton Manning, like Pey- like Tom Brady, my my prediction is he's going to finish third in MVP voting this year. Clearly doesn't suck. Peyton Manning was still he got benched MVP before before his neck went bad, and then he was like he'll never play again. And then he won an MVP basically right yeah. after that, and then, and then the year after that he got terrible. benched in the game that he broke the passing yards record. Yeah, and and then it just it fell apart. So I think Tom Brady realized how fragile it really is. Like you could do everything because Tom because Peyton Manning took care of his body like crazy too. It just shit yeah. happens. Yeah, no, and I think uh, and the, I think that knee injury last year scared him too. I think I think that really put it was Tom, like damn it, I did, like reaggravating the knee. Yeah, yeah, because it was like I didn't like I barely got hit last year. It wasn't really yeah. that big of a deal, and I still had a was torn MCL. Something like that, yeah. But his, that Which needs, is a major knee injury. Yeah. That's not like something that you just struggle off. But like, yeah, no, I, I think I think the two stats that really define – I mean, and, and part of it is in relation to team, and I get that. But when you're the starting quarterback for 22 years across teams, you kind of become the constant for these stats. For 21 seasons – or 20 – yeah, 21 seasons, the one mm-hmm. – the 22 – 21 that he was a starter, mm-hmm. he never played in a game while eliminated from playoff contention. Mm. And he won more Super Bowls than he had seasons where he didn't make it to the AFC or NFC championship game. He won seven Super Bowls and he only had six of his 22 seasons where he didn't play in the championship game. At least. I mean, that those are incredible statistics. I'm not here to rain on the GOAT's career. I will say, though, that they're incredibly misleading when you look at the early part of his career because he was not that dude in the early part of his career. He no. was at minimum a game manager, but a very good one. Funnily enough, Wait, he, he, I just realized it. The person who's the most mad 
this yeah, year. Oh, ben ben Roethlisberger. Ben He's like, yo! Ben's so sick about this. <laughs> He's so sick about this. I've heard God Ben Roethlisberger literally retire and Todd just said, I went back yeah, and no, everyone, everyone else did too. And, dude, and you I'll know what? Back. It's only going to get worse when Gronk retires. Dude. Yeah, I look. I, he he better hope not be a first baller. He be like, yo, just put me in next year, dog. Don't yeah. put me in this year. Yeah, Ben needs to like come out our time. And be like, yeah, I'll play one more just to be on a different dude. Because I went back and looked at because I forgot he played in three Super Bowls instead of two. So like, I, I I'm back. a little sad that Jules is gonna be well. Like Jules isn't gonna be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't. I wouldn't think. I don't think he's getting in it. All. We had this conversation before. Yeah. But, yeah. It, I don't know. Do, do you think maybe if they're like, let's just induct. Gronk, Brady, and Edelman all on one. If Torrey Holt isn't in the Hall of Fame, Julian Edelman has no chance. Yeah, he was a bum with the Patriots, so. <laughs> yeah. Which is really just his entire career. Chad Johnson isn't in the Hall of Fame. Julian That's Edelman also no chance. Devin Hester isn't in the Hall of Fame yet, right? That's insane. Yeah, Devin Hester, he might be up this year, I think, actually. He was up last year. I was he? I didn't even realize that. Probably 100% right. I just didn't realize it. Because Erlacher, I think, went in, right? Uh, wow, what's, and, uh, okay, so he was selected as one of 15 modern era finalists for the f- class of 2022. So he, we're still in it, maybe. Okay. He, he there's, there's, how many people go in? Is it a set amount? I don't think it's a set amount. I think, I think it's, it's like baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who's, let's see, let's say we can pick four guys and that, okay, this is where we can wrap up 2022. Uh, so four more than baseball <laughs> no three more than baseball i know i just wanted to see <laughs> all right all right so we got jared allen mm, okay willie jared anderson allen. okay your boy ronde <laughs> tony okay. baselli leroy Ooh, butler this is, this is some this is some big like names okay <laughs> tony baselli's line is very funny Cause like, I mean, it's not funny cause it's for, he got hurt, but it's like 1995 to 2001 Jacksonville Jaguars, 2002 Houston Texans, but he was on injured reserve. <laughs> That's fucked up. You don't even put that up there. <laughs> like just for, just chop that off. Yeah. Cut that shit off, man. Uh, Leroy Butler. Okay. Leroy. Devin Hester. Whoo. Tory Holt. Whoo. Andre Johnson. Whoo. Sam Mills. <laughs> Zach Thomas. Who he was a guy that I was thinking about, but I don't think he had a neck roll. I think he uh, did for a short period of time. Okay, I so that was did, another yeah. guy I thought of. And, At the uh, end of his career, I think he had C. Oh, no, I, I'm sorry. I didn't scroll down. Reggie Wayne. Oh, my man, Reggie. Patrick Willis. Oh, Patty. He's not going to make it. He didn't play long enough. No. But, like, shout out to Patty Willis. Bryant Young. I don't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> played for the Niners, 94 to 07 as uh, the uh, sure defensive did, lineman. Sure and one of my picks, I'll tell you now, Richard Seymour. Oh, Richard Seymour definitely should be in the Big Hall of Fame. Big C. Dude, I fucked with Richard Seymour heavy. So I, argue, He was even better on the Raiders than he was on the Patriots. I don't know that you can argue that. But he was very good on both. Yeah. I, I think you have to take Patriots version of him, though. I think, no, I think he had better success on the Patriots. But I'm talking about just individually. Maybe. He I, was I, a I, fucking wrecking ball. It's been a year or two since I've looked at those stats. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, going, I'm going Richard Seymour, Devin Hester, off top. Or right, wait, wait. Are we picking who we think are going to make it, or who we pick? Oh, no. who, well, who would you put in? Oh, You're who? Oh, okay. I like that. I like that more. Yeah, I don't. I don't really care. To. Are right, you pick two? I pick two. So you got Devin Hester, Richard, Richard Seymour. Yeah, that's easy. Jared Allen, I want to vote for because he he's like on the all cool team. You like the whip? The, not even that. Like I I just miss his like Sunday night football. Uh, like the how mustaches? No, just he would just, like shout out like this is the preschool I went to. 
Like he, he took, yeah, he, he took would never say his so, college. He took ball so hard <laughs> university, but then made it funnier. <laughs> yeah. I went like, to Bethesda middle school. Brookside elementary school. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Tory Hawk because Tory Hawk should have definitely been in the hall of fame a long time I ago. I can get down with that. I think he definitely should have been. Damn, that's, that's so disrespectful. Oh, I guess he probably was only there for training camp. But it was like 99 to 08 Rams, 09 Jags. I was like, he's not even there for the Patriots. You said Willie Anderson, right? I did indeed, I think. I'm going Willie Anderson. One of the greatest linemen ever. Okay. Cortland Finnegan gets to live another day without having to induct Andre Johnson. In the Hall Cortland thing. Finnegan. Wow. That's the name. I that was one of the better scraps I've ever seen in the NFL. Yes. 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 Cortland Finnegan was, was like, he was always in the middle of shit though. Yeah. He, he liked to talk. Yeah. And also got jacked up when he did and didn't give a fuck. He just kept going. Yeah. Was Cortland Finnegan black? Light skin. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know his last name is Finnegan, but I'm pretty sure he was mixed. Yeah. Yeah, no, he probably was mixed. He definitely had like light skin, like Patrick Mahomes type. Con- yeah, but he had like my hair. <laughs> yeah, he had like my hair, but it was like reddish brown. It's weird. Like some of these, some of these photos, he's very white passing. I would mm-hmm. say he's got like a he's a logical football. You no, know no, he's like a Delonte West look. He yes, he does like Delonte West. He's, he's he has like kind of the hair, red like hair, mines, but yeah. yeah. Like, like this is this is the football Delonte West, even with the numbers backwards. Yes, <laughs> I think Delonte's a good call there. I feel good about that's that. a one hundred percent, especially the one of him stretching on one knee that looks just like a hawk. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. That's a great call, Blake Griffin, Delonte West, the all light skin team, <laughs> Cortland Finnegan. Yeah, the the all light skin yet ginger team. Malcolm X. There you go. Malcolm X had red hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His mom is white. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. The more you know. His grand, his, yeah, his, uh, I believe his, yeah, his mom is white and his dad is black. Or switch him, I think. But I'm pretty sure his mom is white. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The more you know. But all I know... Uh, Bob Marley's Brady, also... Still the goat. I, I, I got my Bob Marley record. Um, I got a Bob Marley poster coming to put up on the wall. Is it um, a legend poster or is it a different one? You saw my no. Bob Marley poster of him playing soccer, right? Yeah, I, I almost yeah. bought that one. I almost bought that one. <laughs> nah, it's um, I, I I honestly forget what it is. Let me let me see. If, <laughs> he just been bought. Yo, stay off the line late at night, dude. You just been no. Buying. Well, the Yo, problem you, is, listeners, I, listeners, no, listeners, don't listen to them. listeners. Ivan McGovern has literally been dropping thousands of dollars on a late night shopping tip and just being like, but it's for art. I'm like, yeah, you're right, but art costs millions of dollars if you look how it's sold around the world. He's been dropping heavy buckets of cash. And Ivan is a dude who literally don't spend no money. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is the one I bought. Because the, the reason I wasn't sure. What, a $300 sure is, poster and didn't even know what it looked like? No, it was $6. Allegedly. Just him, him looking introspectively into the world. Wait, wait, no, go back to that. Let me see, zoom in on that picture. For it's sure, not him looking introspectively into the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's him blowing a fatty out into the world. <laughs> yeah, it's $6, and I even splurged on the $2.99 delivery. Okay, it's 24 by 36. I can dig it. Yeah. No, I got lamin- that. You, you should lam- get that laminated. I mean, I, I got a cheap Walmart frame for it. Okay, that um, works too. I, I got that. I got a Beatles one coming that kind of has all their discography on there. That's also another list we got to make. Top five most overrated musicians of all time. Beatles won't be there for me. Beatles would definitely be there. 
Oh, I won't be there. Though. I want to hold your hand. Hey, I want to have such lyrical mastery. There. So, yeah, no, I, the, the, the three posters I'm going to have up so far for music will be those two. I, and then I got Halsey coming as well. Shout out to another black woman. Yep. Now her pre-sale tickets on sale. I think this week she's torn. I am. Just, I am. Nope. I love me some Halsey, man. You, you trying to come up to, to mass for the concert? Where is it at in Mass? What what, what is, is it in a winter? No, uh, oh, June first, right. I think. All right, that's a definite possibility. Then. And outdoor in uh, the Xfinity Center, which is not near Boston, but that's good. Okay. That makes it less of a drive for me, I think. Uh, I know this has nothing to do with the podcast, but I'm gonna say it because we're still online right now. You gotta help me find a moment to actually really come up so I can see your mom, see you and actually hold my promise to your auntie. We got to get that cracking. For sure. We will certainly do that. Actually, that might be the weekend to do it because I forgot. In where June? This, yeah. Because I kind yeah. of forgot where this was and it's actually more South than Boston for me. It's out by Foxborough. So we can, we can go visit. I think we should do it before the summer, but you know, it's, your it's at the Xfinity center, which is basically like Xfinity live, except not at all. I mean, last time I was at Xfinity Live, I saw Nelly, and I was in a relationship, so life has changed. You saw what there? Nelly. Like, performing, or? Performing. Oh, yeah, I, performing. I don't like you just there. <laughs> oh, no, he had a pink, he had a pink like the Cardinals were in town, and he just happened to swing oh, through. Oh, no, no. <laughs> we went there specifically to see Nelly perform 45 minutes of nothing but hits, wearing a pink velour jumpsuit like it was 2004. Yeah, the Band-Aid? He didn't. I was very upset about that. Actually, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna go pink floor, you gotta go band-aid. Also, is Nelly might be a top five starting. I love these starting fives that I'm just starting to make up. He might be a top five starting five. He might be a starting five of artists who white girls think they know lyrics to but don't. Mm. <laughs> like we that, was there. That's an interesting one. <laughs> Dude, when, when Hot and Hair came out, everybody kept trying to go to the pole on. I'm like, yo, no, no, not yet. This is going to come up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you got a pole in the basement. No, no, not is, yet. Is not Outcast yet. on there, maybe? Outcast is definitely on there. Sorry, yeah. Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am. I shop at Farming Mills. I'm like, that ain't the line. <laughs> uh, and we are quite right. Clock buzzing, blood rushing, liquor and ladies, no discussions. White Russians spit purpose from my pen, from my people in the pen. You'll need two roadmaps to go where I've been. Rising from the bed with the anchor on my neck. Two 750s would change your aspect. Trying to get my share, but niggas don't read NASDAQ. Everything a hustle, even when cash don't stack. Black Chuck's on, it's time to face the world. Searching the world for my newest ex-girl. No friend zone, cause all we got is us. Even on sheets, no lie, we got trust. Who do it better than me? Do you agree every time I say R, she hits the double E. Stole your heart with the mask, no ski. Love is blind, that's why breakups we don't see. Infatuation, I think is what they call it. That smile, those eyes, I need a little bit. Different pieces of the puzzle, I can make them fit. No record deal, I ain't just trying to hit. Eggs, bacon, and grits, call it the perfect mix. No disc and rule, I got the pitch on sticks. Scarface spitting, giving Philly the fix. We ghetto boys, is why we crack those chicks. Probably don't understand my linguistics. 
We pack heat for the bread, no biscuits It ain't cool to have to walk with the two But if you don't have one, you must be a fool Do you like me? Yes, no, or maybe Thought I was a donut, she tried to glaze me On the other side, I think she tried to praise me The only black movie made by Scorsese I'm a bit crazy, mind infected by rabies Heart already gone, you lost your chance, ladies Neo's born nepotism, they can't fade me Gonna marry a woman better than me, Tom Brady You'll die if you testify, Kevin Spacey Been knocking out tracks since Jeff Lacey Look this clown in his eyes, John Wayne Gacy I'm a proud man to the meaning like Tracy Keep my crib a mess because it matches my life All my love is stuck in perpetual strife If I ain't got a gun, believe I got a knife Don't wanna use either, but my life is rife Everyone I love goes away in the end Know everybody, but don't have a best friend Dirty men make clean bills, but dirty still spin Cream moves everything around me, creme de la creme Who am I, the kid they call Reese the MC Lock up like GP, height is easy E Braille bars, even the blind is feeling me Open so close, heart my mind generally Four bars left, I guess I should catch my breath When it comes to shooting my shot, I mimic Steph I'm a star player, you not even the ref Know the right thing, but I'm too far